Hey. Uh, Jim. Jim. James! Oh, uh, sorry, dude. Uh, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, man, I'm so excited. You know how they pretty much let anyone come in off the street these days and write a remake? Yeah? Well, Universal decided if you can't beat them, join them. So they're having a contest where they're literally letting anyone off the street come in and submit a script for the remake of Jaws. What? No way. Dude, that's a terrible idea. No way! Guys, remakes are awesome to begin with, right? This just makes it even better! I have so many issues with what you just said. But let's hear what you have so far. Okay, check it out. So it follows the original storyline, except there's a twist. They find out that the shark is actually mutated because of chemical waste. The whole thing's going to be like a social commentary on the dangers of illegal dumping. Mm-hmm. And what's this part that says, tripping about that waste? Thought you'd never ask. It's the musical number that Drake and Miley do. Like, Drake, like... Drake Drake? Mm-hmm. I want him to play Hooper. Uh, Miley, is that Miley Cyrus? Yeah, dude. I want her to play Quint. Pretty edgy, right? Uh, yeah, man. That's cool. Can can I just see your laptop for a second, though? I, I just need to make a quick correction. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just don't lose anything, okay? No, it's fine. Fine. No. 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 no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Wait. You haven't even heard the best part yet. What? Johnny Depp is going to play the voice of the shark. No! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Dude, it's totally understandable. You know what, though? His idea for the musical number actually wasn't too bad. Trippin' about that waist. Uh, Trippin' about that waist. Uh, Trippin' about that waist. Uh, Trippin' about that waist. Uh. You're listening to the Kill Podcast. Trippin' about that waist, uh, uh trippin' about that waist, trippin' about that waist, uh-huh, yeah, trippin' about no that No treble. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, episode one, fiver. Mm. I was onto something with that. That's a hit. It's a hit. Right? Sounds like Just Us League needs to. I would produce it. <laughs> and you're going to. Believe yes. me. Believe that. You believe you, me. Hey, who are you? Who am I? Oh, I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome back. Holy crap. It's been... Uh, Almost two weeks. Two, no, two full weeks since we've... That's right. Since we recorded... recorded yeah. Dang. We recorded two Sundays ago. Our schedules are all messed up because of the holidays and stuff. So we Fucking recorded... Thanksgiving. We recorded... Screws up everything. Two Sundays ago. <laughs> and now we're actually recording this Sunday, like, like just a few hours before we have to release it. Yep. Because... Uh, so everything that we're talking about, we said it today this is, it's, it's almost like it's almost, almost live it's almost like you guys are here with us right now almost but not really <laughs> um so how was your guys holidays uh good it was great went up to bad axe with uh to see my see my family and mm. drank some beers had a you know my dad always keeps the fridge stocked with uh-huh. beers and uh yeah it was good ate a lot drank some and had a good time how about you uh same thing only i Ate some, drank a lot. Mm. Not I guess really. I, not, I guess not I, really, actually. I had some <laughs> wine, and I think that was about the... had a beer. Oh, aren't you it. fancy? I had a beer and some wine. That's about the extent of it. What about you, Jay? How was your... Uh, nice time. Got to hang out with uh, the family here, and then with the uh, with the ladies' family. And uh, cracked a bottle of scotch from 1920s. The Hague. Yeah, the Hague and Hague. 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 The, the, it was pre-prohibition. 
That's and crazy. It ended up tasting like metal, <laughs> like almost t- like an old musty basement with rust. Ended that would have been taking, t- tasting like prohibition. I that would have been a really good thing to drink if we were doing like Sid Haig movies. Yeah, the Hagen Haig. Well, I, 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 I haven't dumped it yet, so you can let you try a little Metallica I yourself. We, I guess we might as well try <laughs> we're just it. And dying uh, a little inside every and, time uh, we take a sip. How about you guys, fans? How was your Thanksgiving? Really good. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. We'll just leave a moment of silence for them. And uh, <laughs> hey, can I? Uh, can I? I've been, can I regale you guys with a tale real quick? Uh, sure. Because I've been waiting. I've been waiting like a week and a half to tell you this. I wanted to tell you, but I figured I should probably save this for the show. I'm driving down Woodward about a week and a half ago, going to pick my son up from from uh, school, and uh, I'm driving behind this car. And have you guys ever had a novelty plate on your car? No. No. Well, this guy. Like your own custom. Yeah, like your own, yeah, like, uh, yeah. and, and like, I'm j- like, get our done? Get our done, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, for more appropriate for our show, be eating you. Um, from Jeepers Creepers, of course. But, uh, so I'm driving behind this guy, and I look at his license plate, and I, and then I looked at the rest of the car, and there were decals and stuff on the car that were along the lines of what this license plate had to deal with, so I got what he was going for. But it did not translate well. The guy's license plate said J Z Z G U T R. J Z Z Jizz Gutter. Jizz Gutter. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was supposed to be jazz, jazz guitar. guitar. <laughs> and I'm like, I, so because he had like music stuff all over his car too. I was like, he's a, okay. He's a jazz guitarist, but. Why wouldn't somebody tell him? The guy had to have a younger member of his family who who saw this plate and they well, yeah, were like, Dad. probably thinks the same thing as you, though, so they don't want to tell him because it's way too funny. Otherwise, I'll change it. Your car says jizz gutter on the back. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's uh, It was a really precious moment in my life. <laughs> I'm really excited that I got to see it. Oh, that's uh, amazing. So anyway... Um, yeah, I, I have no stories I can top that. Yep, that's uh, that's about it. So uh, <laughs> corrections from last week. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, jeez, whoa, jeez, where 15 are we? E- Fifteen episodes, and I still can't. <laughs> I still can't you? get the format down. So we're drinking something this week. Yeah, we are drinking something this week. Um, so this week, our uh, we're talking about horror remakes, which is remakes. funny because if you listen to last week's episode entitled "This Episode Sucks" about vampires, we actually mentioned a couple times like. Hey, maybe someday we'll do a remake episode. Well, well, and that someday is now. Today, <laughs> today. Well, we had we had originally on our little itinerary. I had uh, with a question mark next to it because it's Thanksgiving week. I wanted to do <clears throat> killer bird movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Turkey Strikes Back. But then we realized that was a stupid idea. So we, decided, a... we decided to go with the remake episode. <laughs> <laughs> so so here we are uh, with our remake episode, and uh, we are drinking the Second Coming. Yeah, it's cold. Just like that guy's license plate. (laughs) (laughs) The the jizz gutter would really enjoy this. (laughs) The second coming from Right Brain, (laughs) from Right Brain Brewery in uh, Traverse City, Michigan. All right, another uh, another home team. So, um, this is an Imperial India Pale Ale, eight percent, and the second coming. It's uh, let's see, the bottle says. In the summer of 2012, Right Brain Brewery moved into its new location. Unfortunately, what was intended to be a quick changeover turned out to be a 90-day downtime. 
Many doubters and detractors counted us out, but from the ashes and dust, literally, arose a newly strengthened beer phoenix with a steel heart, grains for wings, and hops for eyeballs. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> to commemorate what was essentially the rebirth of right, right Brain Brewery, we offer you the second coming double IPA because everyone deserves a second chance. Extremely hop forward with a focus on citrus and grapefruit notes, the second coming was has minimal bitterness and a lingering floral finish. Become one with the universe and immerse yourself in the rebirth of hops. Hey, ooh. yeah, it's interesting because uh, uh, I've been, I've been told that my second coming has grapefruit hints too. <laughs> <laughs> but not the first one. First one tastes like shit. <laughs> gotta, gotta get through the crap to get through the good. You know? oh, okay, uh, why don't you pop that open? That's cool. This um, bottle, this bottle's dipped in like green uh, wax. Green too, wax, yeah, it's very classy fancy. looking. Oh, uh, I actually don't have an opener this week. Do you have one? Where's my keys? Oh no! Quick talk. Um, okay, well, just a quick correction. Uh, this is actually this actually goes back two weeks um, because uh, well, we're, actually, we're getting into corrections already. Well, just while you're opening this, um, last week uh, I corrected you because uh, two weeks ago you said that people like your jokes. <laughs> And then I corrected you and said, no one likes your jokes. Oh. And then you said that your mom likes your jokes. And I actually talked to her over the holiday, and um, she doesn't like your jokes either. Mm. So That's Some weird pillow talk you thanks, got going on there. Thanks for the input, Barb. <laughs> I'll see you, to, see you later tonight, baby. I'm so happy that nobody <laughs> in my family listens to this. <laughs> so uh, anyway, while Mike, is, um, while Mike is pouring this beautiful, mm. bitter, hoppy... Uh, smells good. It smells does it? Well, hurry up and pour. I I'm want to try it, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, uh... <clears throat> it's a delicate process. I should have waited and told you my jizz gutter story for while you were pouring <laughs> this. <laughs> um, I'll just give you another... Oh, never mind. He's done pouring it. There we go. All right. All right so, uh... Wow, that's, uh... That's quite a color on that yeah. bad boy. Very I can't cool. tell because my, my Michelangelo glass is green. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's drinking out of, Mike, out of a Michelangelo uh, Ninja Turtle glass. It's nice and thick looking. I like it. Yeah. It's got a nice thick head. The second coming always has a nice thick head. All right. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, Cheers. fellas. Ooh. Hot forward. Hot forward was definitely correct. It's not like overly. No, it's not overly, but it's definitely there's a. It's uh, it's got. I mentioned this uh, last week or two weeks ago. It's got that sharp kind of IPA, you know, bite to it. It's definitely not a hot backward. Ah. <laughs> right? I, see, I don't get that. I don't get that sharp happiness to it. I, it's no? a, a little bit more than the. Uh, what did we? What did we drink that you said didn't have the sharpness the other day? Um, you were just talking about it a second yeah. ago. No, yeah. What was I it? I can't remember what we were drinking, but this, I think the grapefruit this, this one kind of cancels it out a little. Yeah, bit. I definitely taste the grapefruit in this. Mm. I think I smell the grapefruit more than I taste it. It's good. That I like yeah. it though. Mm. Very good. I haven't had. I've had quite a few of the right brain. Um, Right brain beers because I go up to Harbor like when I go up to I don't go often but like they're pretty big in Harbor Springs. Okay. Because they're well, they're uh, from Traverse City. They're from Traverse City, yeah. so they're up in those parts. And um, my my aunt uh, and her husband own a restaurant up there, and they have a lot of the right brain stuff on tap. So uh, anyway, so we got some corrections. Now we can move on to corrections. Uh, before we move on to corrections from last week, we actually have a correction from two weeks ago. I just corrected you from two weeks ago. No, well, we have another correction <laughs> from two weeks ago. <laughs> What's that? Uh, when we were drinking on the anthology episode, yeah. we had a cream stout. 
and uh, our good friend over at Clown Shoes Brewery, Steve. Clown Shoes Steve. Decided to chime in and let us know that we were wrong about there being, we said that there's cream in a cream stout. Yeah. And apparently that is not correct. So I will read to you exactly what he sent Ooh, to awesome. us. <clears throat> uh, their children will bear the shame and burden for years. No, that's not from that. Um, <laughs> uh, hi guys, cream stout is a sweet stout with lactose, milk and sugar, and uh, and most times oats added to thicken up the body of the beer, but no actual cream is added. Regardless, Justin still couldn't yeah, drink yeah. it because it's got lactose in it. Yeah. So uh, thank you to Clown Shoes Steve for clearing that up for yeah, us. I actually would have thought they just added cream to it. I, I actually, suppose I suppose it would spoil though. Yeah. If you added cream to it, so that does make sense that there's no right. actual cream in it. But yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so thank you, Steve. Give us uh, give us another correction, because <laughs> uh, there are many. Okay, so I had mentioned last week. This is more of an uh, ad ad addendum, addendum, Ad addendum, addendum. There we go. Um, words are hard. <laughs> uh, I mentioned last week that there was a guy that had redone the Cabin of Dr. Caligari and yeah. was and was doing the Nosferatu remake. Yeah. And I found out his name. His name is David Lee Fincher, and he directed the uh, Doctor uh, the the Cabin of Dr. Caligari remix, and is now doing the Nosferatu remix. Now, oh. what these are is they're not remakes, because what they did is they had this really cool process where they digitally scanned all the backgrounds and set pieces from the original movies. Did and you say David Lee Fincher? David Lee Fisher. Oh, Fisher. I, Fisher. Was like, I, I might have said Fincher. I, I, <laughs> I was like, no, you David mean, Lee you Fisher. Mean David Fincher? No. Okay. But what they did is they, they, they scanned the backgrounds, and so the set pieces are the exact set pieces from like the 1920s. Oh, really? Or whenever those movies were oh, made. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Or whatever, which movie they're doing. Yeah. And uh, what they did, though, is they green-screened new actors in the same types of... Um, costuming and whatnot into these scenes mm -hmm. only this time there's sound and there's actual dialogue uh and so they did that for dr caligari and now he's doing it for nosferatu oh, cool. nosferatu is starring in the title role yeah drum roll <laughs> doug jones oh cool yeah it's really 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 cool and they that, there's uh, a there's a cool kickstarter video where he's talking about how this is a kind of like a dream project for him they've already done the makeup the same makeup effects artist that did all the stuff for uh hellboy and uh, oh, cool. all the, a lot of other doug jones movies pan's mm -hmm. labyrinth a lot of guillermo stuff yeah uh and so he's involved in it is mike something or other uh, <coughs> his name but so yeah so it's really cool i'm gonna put it up on uh the buzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Mm. The Kickstarter video for uh, Nosferatu. Oh, and, cool. uh, it's 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 a really cool. Yeah, thing. it sounds like a cool idea. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, uh, speaking of Guillermo del Toro, um, we mentioned last week. Uh, you mentioned that you thought maybe Blade was his first um, U.S. release. He was did a, a year prior. He did Mimic. That was his first oh, U.S. release. I forgot about Mimic. I actually, You're right. until I looked this up, I don't think that I knew Guillermo, Guillermo I, del Toro uh, directed Mimic. No, I did. I thought but I love that movie. Yeah, I thought that might have been afterwards. I wasn't thinking about it at the time. Yeah, it was in '97. Yeah. Blade okay. came out in '98. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, what else you got? Um, a Rampage World Tour is being made into a movie, and I said there was a giant cat in it, and that was fucking wrong. <laughs> is there a werewolf? Yeah, it's a giant werewolf, okay. not a cat. <laughs> I was listening to the episode today to find corrections, and I was, uh, I was like, giant cat? That doesn't make any sense. Nope. I was like, I think it's a werewolf. Sure isn't a cat. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you, know, you know, we... We try not to look stuff up all the time when we're, when we're talking because that would take too much time, and this is one of the times I probably should have, but whatever. Um, another thing, before before we go any further, and if anybody's wondering, because we, if you listened to last week's episode, 
and we mentioned, oh, someday we're gonna we're gonna do a remake episode, and we were talking about Fright Night, and I was like, have you seen the Fright Night remake? Nope, no, neither of us have. Well, we'll watch it for the remake episode. We didn't watch it, (laughs) (laughs) so we won't be talking about that today. I watched a lot of other stuff, and not that one. And I also said that I was gonna watch The Hunger. Didn't watch The Hunger. Crap. You are batting zero. Yeah, I'm really bad at this. Because <laughs> it was so. Thanksgiving. You're dealing with a legit hunger. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. I was feeding feeding the hunger. Birds and yep. stuffing. We usually uh, record on Thursdays, for those who you didn't know. Yeah, and... Uh, oh, gee. Was so are we gonna are we gonna get back to that next week? Yes, sir. Thursday oh. go. All right. Yeah, these past right, cool. two Thursdays we had to alter our schedules around. Yeah, we <laughs> that way Jay doesn't have to edit everything on the fly, <laughs> like right before we release it. Uh, do you have anything else? I just uh, manually nope. edit your your sound waves before it hits the microphone. I'm like, <laughs> you're not even seeing, but I'm like, chop chop, snip, snip, paste, paste. He's so good at this. You guys don't even know. And 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 for the record, <laughs> shout out shout out to our our counterpart here though because Jay does this. You know, for us, and and it's a huge, huge deal for us. So, give a round of applause for for Jay. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that we're done stroking Jay's dong, waxing his car. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, last uh, last week, I feel kind of bad about this because I I tagged it on just at the end of the show because I I kind of forgot. I forgot that I was going to talk about it, and so I just, like, tagged it on. I didn't really mention any names connected to it or anything. The uh, the Dracula um, graphic novel that yeah. I was talking about last week where they, they do the gender Dracula swap. Dracula Re- Reborn? <clears throat> no. no. Uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, crap. Uh, uh, Dracula Resurrect. That's the one. That's the um, one. So, it, so this, is, this was created by uh, author Chris Denmead and um, artist Isetta Solaris. And uh, it's 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 a cool idea. And actually, the uh, the the grand nephew of Bram Stoker himself, the creator of Dracula, yes. if you don't know, um, is is, it, is in full is in full support of this he's project. He's got to be super like, old, right? The uh, the great grand nephew. Yeah. Um. I. What a- Jesus! So we forgot to mention that this episode—it's a remake episode—and Michael Bay is at the helm. Yes, uh, Michael Bay is directing this episode, so um, there's just going to be explosions everywhere. Actually, scared the shit out of me. Oh, Michael! You son of a bitch! Um, You explain it because every because every reboot is best when Michael Bay is at the helm. That's what we've learned over the last few years. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, can you name a Michael Bay remake that you've seen that wasn't just amazing? Uh, I mean, the Transformers movies, right? Uh, those re- those aren't really well, sure remake of the cartoon. So, right? so cartoon? anyway, <laughs> maybe anyway. Back to back to this. Uh, so. Um, uh, the great grandnephew of Bram Stoker is completely behind this, and he's actually quoted as saying, "I'm happy to see something different done with my uncle's character and breathing new life into this literary character that I have not seen done before." So it's pretty. It's pretty cool. The idea is that um, the idea is that they're gonna spin this into uh, a, at this point a longer, like 50-page graphic novel called Anastasia Van Helsing and Dracula. Okay. So Van Helsing will also be female. Sure. Well, gender swap. Yeah, so gender swap sense. everything. So anyway, uh, my apologies. My apologies to Chris and I set up for not uh, like fully, you know. We should get a hold of the them and see if it. we can pass around the comic. I don't know if that's something that they want for free out there or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, if, if they give us the blessing, we will. We'll put it out and yeah, for sure. We can can read it. All right. What hey, else you got? 
Ah, uh, that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, before we get into the news, I just want to do some uh, shout-outs because uh, as we get like further into this, like every episode that we get into this, we meet more and more cool people, and like being part of this community has opened up my eyes to the fact that there's still people in this world who aren't shitbags. So <laughs> not not there's not there's, there's only a few of them. <laughs> there's there. Are, so um, well, first of all. Uh, um, huge shout shout out to the guys in Beyond the Veil. We're always talking about them. Those fucking guys. <laughs> Those God. fucking guys. They. Uh, <laughs> it's that's a great that's a great podcast. I'm personally a huge fan. Yeah, um, I agree. I listen to it every week. Those dudes are so friendly. Always plugging our stuff, retweeting all of our stuff. Um, They're usually the first to retweet it. Right. Exactly. Like, like, I put up a thing just the other day, and literally not within a minute. Yeah. They had already retweeted. Yeah, it's it's awesome. They're super cool. Um, they actually pointed me in the direction of, uh, um, well, just not me personally, but just from listening to them, I heard about um, horror, horror, horror. No, uh, well that too, but um, oh. horror amino. Oh yeah, yeah. Which if you haven't heard of horror amino, it's a uh, it's an app. Um, you can get it on uh, iPhone, uh, uh, Android. Android, whatever. It's a uh, it's it's an app where it's a it's a social media community that is specifically horror. Like everybody there is a horror fan. That's all we all talk about. Like, and and it, it's cool. It's like Facebook or, or anything else. But, but it's just, horror book. Just all horror horror book. <laughs> um, and they and and once again the Beyond the Veil guys were so cool to me. They said, make sure you get on there. Like, talk to one of the leaders. We recommend you talking to um, Cinefury. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Garrett. Is this super, fan run? Super nice is it guy. Fan run. That's too? what's like, that's what's it... crazy about this is like I'm used to Facebook and all the the all other huge social media. Yeah, exactly. And... Like this is actually run by a small group of people and they curate the entire thing. That's awesome. Like every like <clears throat> like uh, so I'll I'll make a post. I'll post a, a movie review or, or our episode or something, and then I sh- I send um, Cinefury a message and say, Hey, dude, I posted something, and then he throws it up on the the main page. On the main that's page. That's awesome. Like within minutes, it's so it's so cool. So um, just a huge shout out to Horror Amino, a lot of awesome people on there, and um, everybody promotes everybody else. And if you're a fan of horror, if you're a fan of this show or any of the other shows we talk about, definitely download that app and um, get on there and start talking. This just popped into my head. It'd be really cool if it, you know the community's already <laughs> large and and Horror Amino seems to be pretty big in that community. Yeah, be cool if they did some sort of like yearly gathering of like the Horror Amino fans. You know, like you get the, the different all the different shows can come and get a booth or whatever. The fans can come. Everybody can mingle. You know, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a really cool thing to do. Like those uh, dumb like the ch- the ch- fests or whatever they no. do for people. <laughs> Except I mean, for... I mean, we, we can get some of the, the <clears throat> hotties from from the chive. They can come. <laughs> I'm, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> you're a hottie from the chive. Um, so oh, you, uh, you saw my pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just uh, just a couple more. Uh, 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 still on Horror Amino here, but uh, one of the users on Horror Amino, uh, her name is Tyler. She goes by the name Master of Horror. Mm-hmm. She 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 sends us a message on like a Tuesday or something. And says, I'm going to check your show out tonight. And I was like, cool. Like, you know, maybe she'll actually go check it out. The next day, she sends me sends us another message and says, just got just got all caught up on your show. Really loving it so far. She listened to 20 hours worth of our show in like 30 hours. I don't so. know. I don't know whether to congratulate her or apologize. I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's times when I'll sit in my house completely silent because I don't want to hear my own voice. I can't believe that she sat and listened to. 
and 20 let, hours of this show, so that's honest, amazing. If you go back and listen to the first couple episodes... Oh, they're rough. Oh, they're rough. <laughs> we'll, we'll be the first to admit it. Like, if you're getting into this for the first time, maybe start on, like, episode four. Maybe. Nah. Maybe. No, you gotta hear You gotta hear the roots. <laughs> no, but go no, back to it. start though. on episode four and then... And, then go, and then go back to it, yeah. though, yeah. <laughs> um, and then last one, uh, Laughing Horror Podcast. Uh, Kyle Laugh over at the Laughing Horror Podcast. Um, he had some really great things to say about yeah, us. Yeah, su- super, super nice guy. It. Gave us a really nice shout-out. Um He's, uh, he's, I love the format of his show because it's like, his episodes are like a half hour long. You can like it's run like, up. Like bite sized almost. Yeah, exactly. Like you can run out to the store or, or just like be doing a couple short chores around the house, throw on one of those uh, episodes and, and you're done, you know? Yeah. Uh, lots of really good news. Like he does, uh, new releases, news, uh, reviews and stuff like that. So, um, Check that out too, Laughing Horror Podcast. You can find him on Horror Amino and Twitter and all that. So, awesome. uh, huge shout out to Kyle as well. And uh, that does it for the shout outs. You know what time it is? What's that? What time is it? It's time. Oh, oh God. Yo, hey, this is Jay Raj, and you're checking us out live on the Buzzkill Podcast. <laughs> for the news portion, that's right, Jay Sleazy here. We got Jimbo, we got Mike, and here comes the news. I love you so much. <laughs> I knew as soon as you turned around to the computer, I was, I was, I was gonna I knew get that, I knew we something were, awesome. We were in for something. I did not expect. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Jay. Yeah. This is why. This is why the architect is the best at what he does. Oh, oh you guys were like, you're like, hey, check out this movie trailer really quick here, and I was like, all right, I have my headphones on. I'm, I'm gonna make a make a quick beat real quick. All right. Well, now that we're all happy, let's get sad again real quick. Uh, okay. Um, Ron Glass. Oh, Ron Glass. Dead at the age of 71. Uh, you might know Ron Glass from uh, Twilight Zone. You might know him even I'm, better from Firefly. Firefly and Serenity. Because yep. you're a huge fan of uh, both the movie and I, the show. I know that, that I am. That I am. Um, uh, I don't think they... Did they, did they say a... a how he died? Or? No, I have no. The the reports that I'd heard, they didn't give any information on how he died. Just that he had. He was. Uh, he wasn't that old. No, seventy one. Wasn't that old? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened. It'd be interesting to see uh, what what comes out from that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, on Firefly and Serenity, he played Shepherd Book, uh, probably one of my favorite characters because he was so. You didn't know anything about him. He mm-hmm. was like, just this, this holy man, essentially, that came onto the ship. But he had like this weird integral past that you never knew anything about and i guess now we'll Intri- we'll never know kit intricate what i say go. integral yeah <laughs> intricate past yeah uh and now we'll never know what you know what that adds to the legend and the the fables of shepherd book yeah yep. in, in my opinion i don't yep too bad i think it should die with him i don't think that if whedon never does anything else joss whedon if he uh who wrote yeah. firefly and serenity if he does anything else i think he should keep it he should keep it a secret i mean he'll probably in all, in all in reality, fairness, in all fairness, in all fairness, for anybody who's listening that's read them, I know there are comic book series, and I have not read them. Oh, so, read them? so if, oh, if yeah, his past, probably answers if his past that you're came on that, I just don't know about it. But at least on in in <clears throat> in film and television, if they ever do anything else, you know. Um, uh, so sorry to do so, this, but one more death to talk about. <laughs> let's let's get really depressed before we get happy again. Uh, Florence Henderson died, and I know that I know that this doesn't mean much to you because you. Uh, did you ever watch the Brady Bunch? Yes. You did? Yes. And you just don't care that Florence I, Henderson is listen, dead? Listen, listen, listen. I 
didn't like the. I, I never cared for the Brady Bunch. Honestly, I why did you it, watch it? I, well, no, I didn't watch it religiously, but I've seen episodes of oh. it. Like, I just, I don't know. I never got into it. We'll it go home then. Well, it, this ties in. A li- this ties in a little <laughs> bit to uh, to the show because she actually will be appearing posthumously as a murderer Ooh. in one final movie, uh, Grandmother's Murder Club, which it sounds kind of like. Um, uh, like that movie, Very Bad Things, where uh, they with, ac- uh, like they accidentally kill a hooker. Yeah, and then yeah. Some, with uh, Christian Slater. Maybe and, not. Uh, I might be Marv. B- basically, <laughs> basically, the, it, it sounds like like t- like these a, a group of grandmas kill a guy when he's trying to like come into their house. That sounds awesome. And then uh, somebody else shows up, like one of his buddies, and then they have to like take care of that situation. I didn't read too much hmm. about it. I just saw that she's going to be in it. Uh, that was her last movie. A, ho- yeah. a horror comedy, essentially. So um, Super sad, though. There is, yeah. yeah, she was uh, dead at the age of 82. Rest in peace. <laughs> lots of lots of death this week. Yep. Well, yeah. in the last two weeks, really, because we right. haven't recorded in two weeks. All right, pick it up. Talk it about, up. Right. Talk about got, movie we, death we have a lot instead. Of, we have a lot of news, so we got to get through this quick. Okay, but yeah. We got a new poster and release date for Alien Covenant. Looks great. Looks all Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a... Um, xenomorph on the cover but it looks still awesome. looks awesome it's, but it, it's alien like but it's, it but it pays did you see how like they were explaining it pays homage to the original but, 1979 yes. poster yes same shape the face is like the way it's darkened the face is shaped like the egg from the mm-hmm. original poster the drool is coming out of its mouth mm-hmm. and it and it looks like the the green ooze that's coming out of the egg, the egg. yep Yep. So it's very cool. It looks... I'm super excited. I was one of the few people that liked Prometheus. <clears throat> I thought Prometheus was fantastic. I haven't seen Prometheus uh, yet. <laughs> we will we will watch it soon. But, okay. uh, yeah, I loved it, so I'm super excited about Alien Covenant. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, I love the tagline. It just says, run. <laughs> like, that's, that's... Run. Well, it's just, it's like, <laughs> it, it's creepy, because, like, they were explaining, like, at this point, because the original one said, uh, in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah. It's simple and and creepy at this point everybody knows what a xenomorph is so all they need to put on there is run and you know that as soon as you see that face just get the hell out of there because it's you're gonna be killed by a tiny little mouth (laughs) just a little tiny little mouth i'm the i'm the little mouth um so um that was uh the uh the poster michael gross Gross, Michael. Michael, <laughs> Gross. Michael. Michael Gross, who you would know as Bert Gummer from uh, the Tremors series. Mm. He. Uh, what he, do you mean, Bert? He put on. Hey, this is proof. You know how we said that uh, that that Facebook is for old people. Right. He didn't tweet this picture out. He put it. On, he put it on Facebook only, which <laughs> which means we are old. We're we're using Facebook, yeah. so we're yeah. old people. He put on Facebook. You mean you mean what you mean in the face page? The face page. He put on his face page that he is officially growing his Tremor Six mustache. So. <laughs> So that means Tremor Six is going into production. Nice. Very exciting. Nice. It's uh, it's got a 2017 release as of as of right now. I'm gonna put this out here right now. Next retrospective. Tremors. Tremors. Oh yeah, for sure. Jay, you win. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got on that one. What do you got? Um, so James Wan is apparently I love James Wan and everything he does. Yeah. And it melts my heart in the best way possible to know that he is doing the Mortal Kombat remake. Mm-hmm. Producing only, but still, he's got a hand in it. I'm Who's super directing excited. Uh, so it, it is. Uh, uh, the James Wan produced Mortal Kombat has found a director in 
Ooh, a this guy. Is, this is suspenseful. <laughs> I didn't write the rest of it down. This is very no, suspenseful. I, uh, I don't have his name here. This will be a correction for next week. Uh, the, I, I, do, I didn't write his name down for some reason, but mm-hmm. uh, he's not well known. Uh, he does he's done a lot of commercials and stuff like that. Okay. So he's uh, he's a fairly new director, but uh, the, the the movie has a director, which means it can go forward now. And Juan's producing it, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so excited. Did you ever, did you see Mortal Kombat Legacy, the web series, uh, or at least parts uh, of it? Yeah, I saw I saw it a little bit of it. So good. And if James Wan is in, is in control of this, the movie, I can't imagine that it's going to look. It's not going to look worse. It's going to look better. Like so, take what we saw here, and like Michael Jai White played Jax, which uh-huh. I thought was fucking perfect. Oh yeah. Uh, I doubt he'll probably be recast. Hopefully he will be. That'd be <laughs> cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm super excited about it. I love the original Mortal Kombat movies. So yeah, I did too. I, they're a guilty pleasure. You know, they're, I watched them maybe. I don't like, even feel guilty about it. I watched them maybe about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh-huh. And do they hold up? <laughs> no. Not so much. Goro. I still love them. I Goro's still like love the them. Goro's like this freaking like horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, I guess it's not stop motion. It's still no, no, anima- no, it's, it's, it's animatronic. Yeah, it's not good animatronics. And then <laughs> reptile is all CG, but it's like super early '90s mm-hmm. CG. <laughs> And fucking James Remar is Raiden in the second movie. Yeah, come on, it's <laughs> oh, so yeah. good. It's so good. Awesome. Um, good stuff. Um, so, uh, real quick, did you see the? Did you watch the trailer for Siren? Uh, Wait, no, no, the, I didn't. Uh, Siren, I it's you. the you, you remember the the VHS segment <laughs> yes. with yep. the the harpy chick, the yep. gargoyle, whatever. They uh, have a fish. They've. Uh, I think they actually may have released this a couple weeks ago, but they also just released a, a like a two minute scene. Oh, okay. From the movie, looks pretty cool. I'm excited about it. I think you it'll be cool. You mentioned this before. They were doing a, a movie take on this. Yeah, I hope that it because to to me like that short was actually pretty freaky. Yeah. Because it it. Do you is there enough there though? I, I worry is there enough there. That's to kind make of this like it, it, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like is it is there because it, it it goes into this whole like these guys are on a a stagger they're on like a stag party before this guy gets married. Yeah. And, uh, Are you sure it's not a stab party? <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, Thanks, they want to find something cool to do. And they end up at this like like creepy burlesque house out in the middle of nowhere. And the, the guy who owns the burlesque house is basically like keeping the harpy hostage. Okay. But then one of the dudes lets her out. So and then like the she goes on a killing horror rampage. Horror movie version of Splash. <laughs> what splash? You never saw Splash? Nobody the was holding. Her, ho- nobody was holding her captive. That's though. what I'm saying. It's the horror movie version of it. Uh, just go with it. I'm just gonna just keep go talking. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of all I have for that. Like, check out check out the uh, check out the trailer. It looks pretty pretty all right. I think okay. it'll be. I think it'll be. Uh, I'll watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, moving on from mermaids to birds. Ooh, because that's a good segue. Yep. Uh, so the crow. There's, the Crow rights have been in turmoil for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There's been a new movie that's supposedly been in the makes forever, and it just it's just been problems after problems after problems. Yeah. So the rights have been repurchased by somebody new, and it is now going ahead uh, into uh, hopefully production soon because uh, somebody else now owns the rights. Jason Momoa is tapped to star. Which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's. I don't know if this is a remake or a sequel. I'm assuming that it 
might be a mix of both being mm-hmm. that, that series can kind of reboots itself every time yeah so i don't know i don't know if they're starting from scratch or if it's a sequel or whatever, jason momoa jason momoa yeah oh, aquaman my, himself yeah, Game my of wife Thrones. my wife will be happy to hear that <laughs> uh and uh directing is the hollow director corin hardy Oh yeah, and the Hollow was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm really good, really excited to see what, cool. they, what they do with this. Eric Draven, by the way, I couldn't. Eric I, Draven. I was trying to think of the name earlier, but Eric Draven is yep. is the name. Like, of I don't know the, if that's who he's playing. I don't know if it's that. If character. it's going to be like a yeah. no yeah. clue. No okay, clue. cool. So it's it's still kind of all the news about it is still really in the uh, yeah. Um, or the early stages. My <laughs> last bit of news is uh, I'm a huge fan of the Hatchet series. Yeah. Uh, I'm, again, greenophile here. Greenophile. My boner bleeds green. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the second time. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> Why is your boner bleeding to begin with? <laughs> hey, man. You don't know what I'm into. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so The Hatchet. There's been three Hatchet movies, uh, two of them directed by Green, the third produced uh, by him. Uh, great franchise. I love it. Uh, he has said that there will probably never be a fourth, at least done by him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we are now getting word that the Hatchet franchise franchise is going to continue as a comic series. Oh, uh, cool. Super excited about it. Um, yeah, so we'll yeah, see where sweet. Victor Crowley ends up next. Um Oh, I bet they're going to get some artists to do some brutal stuff. I want to see Ash versus... Ash versus Victor, Victor Crowley. Crowley. That'd be, That'd be cool. Because uh, Ash, <clears throat> Ash versus everything. He's done Reanimator. He's done... like Oh, yeah. Freddy and Jason. He's yeah. done so many things. Victor Crowley. Throw him in there. Yeah, I agree. Um, Strangers 2, pretty much dead in the water, unfortunately. No, um, I really liked... <laughs> 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 I, I really liked the first Strangers movie. I thought it was awesome. It was one of those movies that, like, if you watch it in surround sound, it just attacks your your soul, your your senses from all directions. The sound design in that movie was incredible. Uh, Strangers Two, pretty much dead in the water at this point. Um, Relative Relativity Media, yeah, who has the rights to it? Uh, they're having some really bad financial problems, Ugh. and uh, you know, unfortunately, that Strangers sucks. Strangers Two is feeling Relati- the effects. Relativity the effects of is that, a so. studio that you see a lot of too yeah like, i don't know yeah. that's weird so um you don't have anything else i do i have one last thing oh, okay darren lynn bowsman has a new movie coming out uh-huh oh that i am freaking excited abattoir abattoir is it how do you say it? Abattoir, abattoir abattoir i don't or know or is it french abattoir it's a-b-a-t-t-o-i-r i want to say it's abattoir <laughs> Ab- Ab- <laughs> at abattoir yeah, Abattoir. Okay, let's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Uh, the, the trail looks amazing. Essentially, it's a guy is collecting haunted pieces of houses to make ooh. the ultimate haunted house. Like if somebody's murdered in a room, he literally like takes that room from the house and he's building this huge haunted house. So every square foot of this house, somebody has died in. Huh? Right. So taking that, that full fingers, he's just like taking, well, I'll take the carpet from no, here. No, he's, like, full, he's literally like, full room. It's, I think it's kind of supernatural because uh-huh. he's literally like ripping those sections of those those houses out and right. building this giant mansion that's all like pieced together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle of pain and horror. Yeah. Kind of sounds, awesome. sounds like, reminds me of 13 Ghosts <laughs> with all these different like horror kind of. things. Kind of. Sort of, yeah. Actually... Sort of, like he's a collector like that. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. All these um, different pain in, in things all together. Yeah, exactly. And uh, no surprise that uh, Dayton Callie is in it playing the uh, main antagonist because Dayton Callie was in uh, um, 
What the hell was the the Devil's Carnival? Yes. Or is it called Devil's Carnival? The Devil's Carnival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dayton Kelly was in that. Uh, he's in he's in Sons of Anarchy. For anyone oh, okay. who might not know. Uh, I need to watch that still. Yeah, you do. I've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> and uh, Joe Anderson is that his name? The guy that we just saw from the from uh, he was in the Crazies. You know what? I don't know his name offhand, but um, I think it's Joe Anderson. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at any rate, this movie looks great. I think that it's already out in the UK, though. I think it came out on Blu-ray and DVD September nineteenth. Yeah. That's which what is... the trailer said. So maybe the UK got early release, and now the US is just getting its release date. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be in theaters. I think this might be a straight to disc. Uh, and VOD kind oh, of thing, okay. but um, it looks cool. Regardless of which, Darren Bowsman, one of my one of my favorite yeah, directors, right, uh, that's working right now. Um, everything he does is is great. Um, yeah, check it out. Yep. Avatar. <clears throat> Jay, you want to take us out? Uh, well, I actually have a couple oh. more things. Oh, here I'll go, th- I'll go through. Them Don't real quick. take us out, Jay. I'll go through them real quick. <laughs> uh, sorry, Larry Fong has signed on as cinematographer for The Predator. Okay. Uh, he was the DP for Three Hundred. Watchmen, Sucker Punch, Super Eight, and uh, Kong Skull Island that's okay. coming up. So, great, great. so he's got a he's got a great uh, a great uh, resume. So should should be pretty sweet. Stranger Things has added yet another cast member to the second season. Uh, comedian Brett Gelman. Okay. You know who he is? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the, you will as soon as I describe. You, you've seen the movie The Other Guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the other guys with uh, Will Ferrell and Mark, Will Ferrell Mark and, Mark. and Mark Wahlberg, uh, the guy who uh, he's he's the bearded gentleman who is um, the the husband of yeah. I think I think Mark is it is it uh, Mark Wahlberg's ex-wife ex wife or something? One of, his, yeah, one of his exes. Right? He's the guy who says like I, you know he says uh, I, you're probably looking at the beard and thinking that I'm pretty hairy, right? And then he goes, nope. Shade. <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about now? Yes, yes, I do. He is going to be, which it'll be cool to see him playing kind of a, a dramatic role in uh, in Stranger Things. Um, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Since we mentioned Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. and I mentioned Marky Mark, it just the other day I was watching MTV Classic and they're playing all '90s music videos, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch video came on for mm-hmm. the song Wild Side. Yeah. Hell yeah it did. Not only is this the worst song to ever be recorded in I think musical history. Yeah. It's the worst video I've ever seen in my life too. Well I'm gonna put it on the Tumblr so that people can get oh, the yeah, same please. amount of disenjoyment that I got out of it. Oh, please do. That would be great. I just keep thinking about it. <laughs> Walk on the wild side. Oh, <laughs> right, shut up! <laughs> so yeah, but bad. does he have his shirt off? No. Oh, he doesn't. No, no, he's got his hat up, down over his eyes, so you can't see him. He's walking with a bunch of thuggish guys who would probably oh, kill yeah. him in real life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so bad. <clears throat> well, uh, so I'm gonna move on from that. <laughs> um, Yo, it's your man Jay Sleazy back again Talking about the podcast news Telling you about how we moving on out of there These guys do a great job We got J-Bone over here We got we got M <laughs> He doesn't have a J-letter So that just has to work there But that was the news I'm gonna go quit Wait, what's your uh, no, no, don't, no, don't quit no. That was awesome <laughs> We're gonna pay you more Did you make that beat? It was the preloaded. Oh. Well, the beat was, and then I found a bass don't, guitar that fit with it. Don't give away the Come on. I was say that funky, that you, funky you were, porno you, bass. You were watching that clip right before we, uh, right before we tracked, and I was like, all right, I got about thirty-seven seconds to come up with a beat, <laughs> and, I, and that's all I had. It's the best I had. 
All right. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, Have so, you watched anything, James? Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, I know that both of us, both of us watched some stuff that both of us watched some stuff that has to do with the topic for this week. So yes. we'll we'll kind of save those for the tofu. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I watched a couple things that have nothing to do with the tofu. So I will start off with um, Splinter. Splinter. Great Which, movie. Uh, Great I, movie. You suggested this to me a long time long ago. Long time ago, And yeah. I completely forgot about it. But then I jumped on Twitter last week and I said, hey, we're not recording for like another week. I'm bored. What should I watch? The uh, Beyond the Veil guys said, uh, check out Splinter. Because I said I wanted to watch a, like a, a, monster a, movie. a, a, a creature, creature feature monster yeah. movie. Dude, this movie's awesome. Yeah. It was totally different from what I was expecting. Like, I was expecting yep. it to be really, like, it, it's... It's uh, it's not a creature as much as it is a thing, uh, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah. like, it's weird. Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, spoilers, sorry, but, uh... It's, it's kind of like the blob, actually. Like, the blob's not, like, a creature. It's more or less, it's more like, a, it's just a thing that exists. And, and it, it and just kind of... Takes over, yeah. Absorbs things yeah, around it. it kills yeah. people, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's this, it's, 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 it, I, I get the sense that it was kind of like a mold or a fungus or something, yeah, but yeah, it has fungus. these like horrible sharp splinters that come off of it. Basically, once you get pricked with one of these things, you're done, you're done for, uh, it, and it, and it starts to like feed on the blood of people that, uh, <laughs> it starts to feed on the blood of people who it, um, it, uh, pokes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not unlike Mike. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, and. It, it, it was starring Jill Wagner, mm-hmm. who literally the only thing that I know her from other than this is that Wipeout show. Wipe- she was on Wipeout? <laughs> yeah, she was the host of Wipeout. Oh, no shit. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, like where the people just like, oh, they yeah, yeah. do the obstacle courses yeah. and like completely die. You mean die. The, show, the show that we watched? We're like, we could totally do this. Yeah. We could totally do this. <laughs> oh, <God>! oh! <laughs> the horror! It just doesn't end! <laughs> Why is it going still? <laughs> that was like an atomic bomb that went off. <laughs> it was an explosion, exploding building. Damn Sorry, you, Michael Bay. <laughs> the obligatory <laughs> Michael Bay <laughs> explosion. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jill, uh, you were Jill, saying <laughs> Jill Wagner, uh, Paulo Costanzo, Shea Wiggum. Uh, so they basically it's a great last name, by the way. Wiggum, 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 <laughs> like uh, like Percy. Percy Wiggum? Is that his name from The Simpsons? It doesn't matter. Um, so basically, uh, there's so there's this mold that like if it if you get the splinters in you, it it turns you into this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. The way this thing moves, because they get they get held up in a gas station, essentially for the, like the entirety of the movie. The way the thing moves though, like once it infects people, because mm-hmm. it kind of kills it kills your body entirely, but yeah. your mind is still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it and then it. It's actually, it seems like it's a take, there's a, uh, there's like a real live fungus that does this to like ants or something like that. And it takes over their bodies and like it, it moves around. I'll, I will find out what this is. No, this I know is what based on a real thing. This is, it's kind of the opposite though, because this thing, the thing in, in Splinter seems to kill your body, but your mind is still intact. True. Whereas, uh, I mean, at least for a little while. And then, but this thing kind of uh, uh, that fungus that you're talking about gets into the brain of the ant and takes over their mind, but their body can still move. That's true, I suppose. And then it goes well, and it attaches though, to a leaf, though. and that it's yeah, it's a whole yeah. thing. But anyway, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's, it was uh, really good. The creature, like once it's it sews, like because it rips bodies apart and then kind of sews them back together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once that thing is sewed back together, it's really creepy. 
Yeah. And they did it. They did themselves a service of like never really showing the thing. Like no, fully oh, no. showing it. Yeah, like no, you only no. kind of get flashes of it. Mm-hmm. So it never looks corny or anything. It's always pretty scary. The only corny thing about the movie was the dude, the main guy. I can't think of his name. His his acting was, was a little questionable at times. The bad the bad guy, like the uh, yeah, this no tall skinny guy. Oh, uh, Paulo Costanzo. Yeah, his, his 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 acting was questionable at times. But other than that, though, the movie was was great. I thought it was really well done. I think he's. Yeah, I think he does. Mo- he mostly does comedies. Oh, okay. So that might okay. have something to do with it. But uh, could be. Uh, anyway, yeah. What did you watch? Uh, I watched a flick called Doomsday. Doomsday. Directed by Neil Marshall, oh. who has done uh, such cinematic treasures as Dog Soldiers and The Descent. I love dog soldiers. I, the Descent is quite honestly oh, the one, Descent? Of, one of my favorite horror like movies Like the cave of all movie? Time. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Damn it. I love that um, movie. It's so, so Doomsday good. came out in 2008. Uh, this movie is a weird mixed bag. I don't even get it. <laughs> um, there is a, 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 an outbreak of like a disease and in... And they end up walling off the entire city uh-huh. and to, to contain it. Yeah. 30 years later, they realize that there are still people living inside the city, and so oh, there wow. must be a cure for it, right? Yeah. And this disease has now spread outside. It's resurfaced outside of the city. So the people outside are scrambling, and they go, well, these people know how to live through it. There must be a cure. So they very much, like, escape from New York style, send in a couple of people to retrieve the cure and come back. This movie sounded really familiar, so I just looked it up. I've seen this movie. Oh, have you? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bob Hoskins, Malcolm McDowell, yeah. Rana Mitra. Well, because um, I, I, I caught it on sci-fi one day, and I, I remember thinking that it reminded me, like, a, a lot of the characters reminded me of, like, a uh, like Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, this is what I have written on yeah. here. It, this <clears throat> movie is so bizarre because it, it genre jumps like you would not believe. Yeah. It's a combination of... Of, there's parts that, that make you feel like Mad Max. Mm-hmm. There's parts that make you feel like Alien. There's parts that make you feel like the <laughs> Warriors. And there's parts that makes you feel like freaking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like they're like they go from crazy inner city turmoil to, you know, walking along the hills in the in the in the the countryside, like very much like Lord of the Rings. And talking and talking about taters, precious. Yeah, and then all the <laughs> and all the characters though, like the bad guys. Yeah. They seem like they're the characters out of like Nukem High. Like <laughs> the trauma movie. <laughs> yeah. It's such a bizarre movie. Uh and it, it's so weird. I don't know that it's his best movie, but it's certainly an entertaining movie. Uh so I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um yeah, yeah I thought I I remember I remember when I did watch it, it was a couple of years ago, but I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's entertaining, not his best. Descent still is obviously his best, but oh, I love the descent. Uh, yeah, check it out though. If, if any of those other movies you like, you'll probably find something in this movie that you like because it's so bizarre. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, what else you got? Um, I watched uh, an animated anthology okay. called Extraordinary Tales. Oh, okay. And it is, um, it is five. Five, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five, five. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe stories. Well, it's it's four Edgar Allan Poe Edgar Allan Poe stories, and then a, uh, um, oh no, sorry, it was five Edgar Allan Poe stories. That story. wasn't boring at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just edit that out. Uh, it, it was five Edgar Allan Poe stories, and then a wraparound story. Okay. Um, and and it, it was cool because the uh, the the Poe stories, each one was animated in a different style. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were and they were each narrated by a different reader. You had uh, Christopher Lee, uh, 
Rest, uh, rest in peace. Yes, narrated the fall of the House of Usher, which is one of my favorite stories from Poe. It's also one of my favorite, uh, like old, <laughs> old Jay's uh, pouring, pouring one out for our dead homies. <laughs> it's also one of my favorite uh, old Corman movies. Uh, what? Jay, does Jay not like the Doers? I do. He do. He's a little woodsier than Wars. I expected. <laughs> woodsier. <laughs> Um, the Fall of the House of Usher is uh, like one of my old, my favorite old Corman movies, like yeah. the the Corman uh, Poe uh, adaptations. Um, Bella Lugosi, uh, yep. he does the narration for the Telltale Heart. Oh, okay. but it's cool because it's it, like, is it old school? It was, Bella, it was, like? it was old, yeah. It's like they didn't even they didn't even clean up the audio at all. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you're watching this modern. You're watching this modern uh, animation uh, on top of the narration of Bella Lugosi, but it's like an old, uh, an old recording with the the crackles, like the the uh, like the crackles that you would get from an old vinyl. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's really cool. It gives a lot of character. Uh, Julian Sands narrates the facts uh, facts in the case of M. Valdemar. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is the narrator for the Pit and the Pendulum, and Roger Corman. I like that guy. Roger Corman himself, which how appropriate because Roger Corman is behind all of the old uh, Vincent Price uh, Poe adaptations. He plays Prince Prospero in The Mask of the Red Death. Okay. So it was cool. It's uh, it's probably not for everybody, but if you're into Poe and you're into animated features and you're into anthologies, which are three things I'm really into, then you'll probably like it. So... Poanimathologies? Yeah, poanimathologies. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Did you watch anything else that doesn't have to do with the topic for today? <clears throat> I did. What'd you watch? Uh, so I finally got new cable. <laughs> hey, oh, hey. hey, new cable. Uh, which means I finally have the Stars Network back, and I don't need to pay extra to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. I caught up on the entire second season. Oh, you uh, watched the whole not, thing? Right? Oh, it's not over yet. It's not oh, over yeah. Yet, How many but, episodes in there? Are uh, eight. I think there are eight in now. Oh, okay. So I watched all eight episodes. Uh, dude, this season's so much better than the first. Is it's, it? And I loved the first one in retrospect. I yeah. didn't like it at first, loved it on my second watch. But this second season is fucking fantastic. It's so good. They uh, they bring back um, uh, Ted Raimi is back as a new character he plays Chet uh, Bruce Campbell's old friend they who make they was make he a, in the first season I no, haven't seen it no no no, no oh, okay. okay he's just he's so you, back, when you when you say back, back into the you fold mean, okay. back into the fold cool uh, he uh here you go cracking our second bottle of uh second coming second coming it's the second coming of second coming <laughs> yeah, <hey. laughs> um yeah ted Raimi comes back as a character named chet who is uh, bruce campbell's old high school friends uh-huh. and uh they used to throw epic parties and they used to make this drink called the pink fuck <laughs> that was like a bunch of a bunch of random things and then like a huge bag of ketamine <laughs> oh nice um, so his character's great. They and my favorite thing about the season so far, if they brought back Ellen Sandweiss, who played Cheryl in the original Evil Dead, mm-hmm. they brought her back as Cheryl. Oh, really? Yes, like in Deadite form. It's fantastic. Oh, she, like, okay, okay, cool. It is an amazing throwback. She looks amazing for like thirty years that have passed. Was she, she looks great. Was she the blonde, the blonde girl? In she the was person? the. Um, oh god, she's at the window. She turns around or whatever. She goes. Um, what was her line up? One by one, we will take you all. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, she's yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Ash's sister, because they go back to Ash's hometown of Elk Grove, Michigan. I just mixed 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you just mixed Bud Light with the second coming, didn't sure you? Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> we call that the rapture. <laughs> that's that's um, yeah, it is. Uh, no, that's really cool that they brought her back. Uh, I don't know anything Oddly about enough, this, so you have to it keep. It tastes exactly the second coming. Taste it. The Bud Light is that thin that it tastes exactly like the second coming. Are you speaking ill of Bud Light? <laughs> I am not, but it's funny that I poured. You know what? Forget it. Keep talking about Ash versus Evil. No, Eve that's then. it. It's great. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen season one, see it. It's great. It's 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 a fantastic follow up to the series, and I hope they do more. They already got uh, approved for season three, greenlit for it. So, I hope this goes for as long as it possibly can because it's just great. The uh, there's an evil Ash in it too. It's not the same evil Ash from Army of Darkness, but it's awesome. It's really really good. So uh, watch it. Check it out. All right, we are 55 minutes into this cast. We should probably get to the tofu. Yeah, the rest of the movies that I have technically go, go along. <laughs> oh, Jay, the second coming. Jay is shaking as much out of the the bottle as he possibly can. It was all foam. Directly you missed, you missed into some his of the, uh, the, the, the post-cum. Yeah, good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All no, right, come that, on. That's too far. It's pushing all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, the rest of the movies that I watched actually have to do with our tofu, so we can just talk about those now, but also get into the tofu of the show. Let's get into it. Uh, let's well, start off as, with one that we both watched. Well, oh, wait, wait. As what? always, though, as always, let's start off with a question. Okay. To, to jump us into this whole thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, what's your general feeling towards remakes? Like, oh, when you boy. hear that a new movie is being... Or, or old movies being remade. What's your general feeling, <clears throat> regardless of all the ones that you've watched? Like when the second that you hear remake, what do you think? I think it's. I always get the feeling like, ah, oh, what are they just running out of topics of stuff to create? You know, it's like when, like a band doing a cover song. I mean, I mean that's it's fun and all that and whatever. But, um, but there's always new material and something new. And sure, in today's world, it's hard to maybe come up with something original because so many things have been done. Um, but but there's always creativity that can that can that can make something yeah. happen. Well, it's also a matter of like nobody wanting to take a risk too. You know, it's like everybody knows, like all the studios know. Well, this worked the first time around, so rather than take a chance on something new, let's just remake this because we think it'll it'll hit again. You know, like there's, which, ar- which, there's already an audience for it, and right. they'll go see it. It's built-in revenue, and then we can bring in a new audience. But it's just as well. so frequent. It's, it I feel like the past sucks. like like five to ten years have been like every new movie coming oh, out has been a remake. Absolutely, of something from yeah. twenty plus years. Not ago. to get political with it, as far as the movie industry goes, but the reason that a lot of these companies opt to do remakes still is because of piracy. They know there's built-in audiences for these movies, and people are going to see them. If you take a chance on a, on a new movie, people are just going to pirate it, and they're not going to make their money back on it. Yeah, it sucks. And that's that's why the remake era, if you will, has yeah. taken hold so much strongly, because <clears throat> it's it's exactly because of that. So is there really any way out of it, then? Because people are going to continue to steal movies. Yeah, I think we're starting to get out of it, because just like with the music industry, where uh, you had like the whole Metallica Napster thing yeah. that, that took place, and then for the longest time, it was piracy, piracy, piracy. The music industry is going downhill. They've adapted to it. Yeah. You know, like yes, physical media is going by the wayside. Hurts my heart. It does. <laughs> like you said, you went you went to Best Buy last week or something, and they had one, one shelf. Rack. There's of, one. There's one like of rack CDs? essentially yeah, of CDs. That's ridiculous. That's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It sucks. That being said, though, the music <laughs> music industry has adapted, and 
they've embraced digital at this point and and it's it's starting to turn back around right i feel as though the movie industry is starting to do the same thing mm -hmm. they really are vod is huge i was gonna say this like uh, straight to vod stuff although yeah. it sounded like back in the day when something went straight to video it was oh that was, was that like, like that oh, was like this, the nail in the this coffin. movie sucks like yep. nobody's ever gonna yep. watch this but that's kind of it's kind of just the way to go nowadays. Some of the best movies that we've seen recently have yeah. been straight to VOD. And people are willing to do it. It's 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 funny. It's like convenient. I, I've, well. yeah. I've spent more money. I mean, I, like, I'm not a collector like you, so I don't go out and spend a ton of, ton of money on what movies. What do you mean? I don't spend, <laughs> you don't spend a ton. I, I didn't just buy 45 movies in the last three days. Mike bought 45 <laughs> movies in the last three days. That's the truth. But, but, but he only paid $50. 55 $55. I'm 55. sorry. 55 <laughs> that's because that's of like uh, three movies one day, seven the other, and like thirty five the other. Thirty five one day and 20, <laughs> 20 the next day. <laughs> no, it's a disc replay. That's... Gotta love disc replay is the greatest store ever. If you're in the Metro Detroit area, don't go because you'll steal all my movies. But <laughs> it's I love it. Like they're three dollars and thirty three cents a movie, and then Black Friday had half off. So that's because like, deals make the difference every day at disc replay. Disc replay. Is that, is that like the actual thing? No, no. That's, oh. <laughs> that's Buff Whalen Chevrolet adapted to disc replay. Nice. Um. Anyway, anyway. We're no, going okay. To so off. yeah. So that was Jay's answer. Uh, to me, when I see a remake, um, uh, not to not to steal a, a direct uh, uh, turn of phrase from our buddy Brian recently, <laughs> which his was actually regarding uh, our current. Um, uh, political situation but i when i see a remake i go into it with um cautious optimism okay like i'm i'm willing to watch any remake you know like Same. i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to i'm not going to write something off just because just because i'm uh like a, a horror purist or or anything like that which I'm, I'm obviously not because i've actually seen a lot of remakes that i thought were pretty good yeah um Cautious optimism, though. Like I go into it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, like, like you get pretty negative about stuff. Well, <laughs> let's admit that. I think you'll be shocked by my answer but, coming up, though. But I always go, dude, just give it a chance. And then if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And if I'm right, then I'll, uh, then I, I'm, I make fun of you. <laughs> I'm one of those guys where I hear the word remake and I automatically think, ugh, it was fine the first time. Yeah. You know, the thing is though is. I've watched a lot of remakes in the last week or so, week and a half, since uh -huh. we've been planning for this episode. And the, the fact of the matter is, is honestly, there's only been a few that I've been disappointed with. Yeah. You know, like, I and and, and I've, I, I think I, I think I figured out why that is. Why is and that? And it's nothing new. <clears throat> it's just that the remakes suck simply because the original exists. Yeah. Yeah. If the original didn't exist and these movies were, were new... They'd be fine. They'd be pretty good it's, movies. It, the yeah. reason that people think that most remakes suck, and this isn't to say that some remakes don't suck, because <laughs> good lord, some do. Cause cause we just, no, cause cabin we, fever. Oh, we we'll get there. Oh um, we'll get there. Uh. <laughs> but like, not there. I think that if you don't like the modern type of horror movie, yeah, you don't like remakes because right. they do have a very um, standout look to them. They, they they all look the same. Like they're I overly, watched, overly I watched, polished. Yeah, uh, very polished. They have the same. They, they're they're very similar in the way they shoot too. The cinematography, they look the same. Yeah, 
Uh, and it's the look. It's like the same way the 80s movies look like 80 movies. These movies, they right, look I was, like... I was going to say, you could probably make the same argument for the 80s, except yeah. for we love that era of film, so we're not really going to sure, sure but, on them for that. But I recognize that that's how it is, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah so, sp- I, speaking of quality, just kind of slightly off topic, but on topic still, you mentioned like the quality of like the 80s to how certain things look nowadays. There's certain new TVs where the quality is so pure mm-hmm. that it looks like okay, it, it looks like if you're yeah like if you're watching it it looks like the person's really right there kind of thing. You know, it actually <clears> make to me it looks like a lower quality shot film. Like this guy's got this twenty thousand dollar camera yep, I, and it makes it look like it was shot on a Sony Handycam. I can't remember what they call that, but it's it's actually it it's it's um it's actually it's actually your brain that does it like with uh with an uh. With those newer TVs, uh, it's like a higher frame rate or something like right, that. So exactly you're actually so you're actually seeing so you're actually seeing more frames per second, and which doesn't do with with I don't know with the old with the old way of shooting things. You're if I'm I, I think I'm getting this right, but uh, there was there were less frames per second, so your brain actually filled in those spaces. Right. With this, the higher uh, frames per second, your brain doesn't have to fill in those spaces. It's, it's already there, so it, it gives it that weird sort of like. Um, it's really it's hard to describe. Like it you looks, said, it's, it's like you're standing real. in the room with somebody, but your brain actually it's 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 really interesting. I can send you an article that I read about it, but your brain actually adjusts to it after a while. You're, you're, like you're, my TV, yeah. when I first got my new TV, I I had that same problem. I was like, I hate this. Like everything looks like. Like I'm standing in the studio, right. and I don't want that to look real. I want it to look like fantasy because this is where I go to escape from the real world. Yeah. But uh, your brain actually adjusts to it after a while, which is pretty interesting. Fair enough. It's, I, I it's haven't been cool around one long enough, does. except for in passing at yeah, Best Buy you, or whatever. No, yeah. If you get like a new well, like high definition TV, well, it, you'll old, notice after a while people will come to your house and they'll be like, "I don't like this because it looks too real." Even with like, the even original HD TVs, though, you would see that. Though. Right. Like I would go to people's house and be like, this looks like it's shot on a handy cam. Yeah. Like, it looks terrible. And you're, there actually is science behind it. Your brain actually interprets. The, the the vision differently right. right and it takes a while to, for your brain to retrain and uh yeah. it, no it's true it, there's, yeah. there's actually science behind it yeah um, it's, it's pretty interesting actually so boom stay in school science and stuff <laughs> moving on <laughs> either that or drop out of school and read stuff on the internet yeah. <laughs> okay, so where, where do you where do you guys want to start what's um let's start <clears throat> with a good what's your what is uh what's a good remake let's start there um uh well i haven't seen it in a really long time but uh um, well, I'm just going to name two rapid fire really good remakes. Okay. The Blob. Oh. And The Thing. Go. Apparently, you have to have the in front of the name for it to be a good remake. I mean, come on. You've seen John Carpenter's The Thing. The That's Not True. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen John Carpenter's oh, remake of The Thing. Are you kidding which me? Which there's actually some people argue that that's not a true remake. Yeah, uh, sure. It be, uh, what was the the original thing was called the thing from another world. Yep. Some people argue that it's not a true remake. Um, uh, here's the deal. I'm not in that camp. I say it's a remake. Have you seen Thing from Another World? Ma- no, maybe, no, 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 maybe, say, maybe when I was a little kid. I, I I'm the first to say I've not seen it. And here's the thing. And this proves when I, when I when I mentioned earlier, I said the reason that most remakes suck is because the originals exist. Yeah. I have not seen Thing from Another World. Therefore, I go into the thing. I've seen it, you know, 
hundred times yeah, at this sure. point. But like you, you, you see this movie though, and you love it because you're you're basing it purely on what it is. Right. You're not looking at what it was. Well, probably the and first time you ever saw the thing, you didn't even know that it was a remake. Most people probably I, didn't. I, I in didn't. All fairness, I certainly didn't. With this particular one, that's yeah, because it was a much older movie. But, um, but yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, like the thing is such a fantastic movie. Oh yeah, such it's a, awesome. And movie. honestly, I think that. Anybody who even saw the original will agree that the John Carpenter version is better. Yeah. I don't think that's even... We'll, other movies that we'll get to later on, I think probably might not fit that mold as much. But yeah. this one for sure, though, I think this like the, the John Carpenter's thing is way better than the original. Now, the Thing remake that came out a couple of years ago... I didn't see it. Neither did I. Because it sucks. <laughs> Does it really? Do you know have, for sure? I haven't seen it. Have you heard anything about it? Uh, I've heard terrible things about it, which is why I never saw it. Oh. So, well, you're still going to watch it at some yeah, point, eventually, right? Eventually, maybe I will, but... I don't I don't trust the word of other people. Well, especially I, you. This, this podcast <laughs> is about remakes, not re-remakes. Mm, so... Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, then there's actually one of the movies that we were going to talk about that we can't talk about because it's technically a re-remake. Oh shit! What? Uh, now I forget which one it is. So go ahead. You are terrible <laughs> at this game. Um, no. Okay. So let's we'll jump forward to one of my favorite franchises in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I have a lot to talk about this Evil Dead remake. Yes, okay. you do. Um, is this is this pretty much? I think House of Wax is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think House of Wax. I think there's. Hmm. I think that there was... Uh, there was House an of, earlier House of Wax, yeah. But I think there was, like... I think there's three different levels of no, House there of are. Wax. There were. Okay, there were. all right. Yep. The original wasn't called House of Wax, though. I think is why you can't think of it. I think it was called something yeah, else. Yeah, I think you're right. But, but the, it was, but it the was Vincent Price the same... House of Wax was based on that movie. Right. And then you have the Paris Hilton shitstorm <laughs> fuck everything movie. Exactly. God, that movie sucks. Um, so Evil Dead had probably one of the best remakes that I have ever seen, in all fairness. Evil Dead? Yeah, I uh, I was not crazy about the idea of it when they first announced it. You actually Even... weren't entirely crazy about the movie right after we saw it, right? No, I wasn't. I, I was so, I was so diehard into the original because you know how I am. It's my, my favorite franchise under the sun. Um, and even though Raimi and Tapert and Campbell were all behind it, I, I still, the first time that I saw it, I couldn't break myself of... It wasn't the original Evil Dead. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but then in my second... I, I, I saw it a few times in the theaters. And the second time that I saw it, though, it all clicked with me. And I got it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I love that movie now. I adore that remake now. Yeah. Because it's different. Right. But it's the same. And it's it's exactly what a remake should be. You're not trying to, to hit every single same basis that... Every single same base that the original hit. Yet you're still running the same field. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Um, and, and that one did it, and it was great, and it was violent, and it was brutal. I just watched the uncut edition uh, in preparation for the show. Mm -hmm. Got to be honest with you, the uncut edition. No. There's really no point. In seeing Not it. really. I was, I was, I know it. it, it it kind of pains me to say that because I was really hoping for more. It's <clears throat> it's extended seconds here and there, you know. Like there's there's different um, different 
uh, cuts that they used. Like when she was cutting her tongue with the razor blade, they yeah. used a couple different shots. But it's like it's it's just shot stuff. It's more yeah. cinematography stuff, and it, it doesn't really add anything to the movie. I it's did by and large though. If you've seen the original, you don't necessarily need to see the. Uncut I did version. honestly. I missed a little bit of the the campiness of the original. You know what I mean. Um, uh, more so two, obviously, because two is where it really became more of a horror comedy. But but there was a there was a campiness of the original that like, I mean like the the remake was just uh, not that this is balls to the wall. Not that this is bad, but yeah, it was just balls to the wall horror, and it was to be honest, pretty though, scary. When you try to recreate that campiness, though, it never works. Well, so you gotta I'm have, happy you gotta they have the right people, and it's I mean, who I the hell the are you right gonna find people, that can though, do Bruce Campbell the way Bruce Campbell? But that's can. the thing, though. <laughs> the original people that made the original movie were in charge, and yeah. I think that they they realized they couldn't recapture that, right. so they went in a different direction, and it worked. That's fair. You know, I, they didn't they didn't even have a Bruce Campbell type character in the movie because they realized that nobody else could fucking do Bruce Campbell. Right. <laughs> you know, like they can't. And even the new Ash vs. Evil Dead series. Yeah. He's him because he's him. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Ash is Ash simply because Bruce Campbell plays him. There can and be I, another. And I guess I guess to that point, I appreciate the fact that like because I, I if they had tried to cast somebody who could redo the Ash character. I would probably be sitting here talking about how much I hated the fact that some guy was trying to imitate Ash. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I I understand I understand why you say that. That the the whole idea that it does like you're not mad that there's no quote unquote Ash. And character. there shouldn't have been. Honestly, I'm happy that they didn't. I yeah. really am happy they didn't cuz you cannot recast that character. I hope that once right. Bruce Campbell dies, Rest in peace in the future, sir. Um, <laughs> like I don't. I hope they never try. Fifty to re- years from now, hopefully. I just hope they never try to recreate them, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or try to replace them, which right. clearly in the show they haven't. Which is because and they understand that people want to see him, and that's mm-hmm. it. He's the only person that can do that character. Yeah, done. for sure. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I love that movie. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's it's fantastic. Uh, another movie that I thought was really good, as opposed to the original, was The Hills Have Eyes. You, yeah, did you not? Did you not like the original? No, I love the original. Yeah, I just thought that the remake though did a stellar job of retelling that story, while being they hit a lot of the same beats, mm-hmm. but they still did certain things a little bit differently. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like in the original, for example, there's a lot of baby crimes in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you don't like babies getting, um. Yeah, <laughs> you know, touched upon. But that, so- that sounds even worse. That sounds even worse. Um, like in the original Hills of Iso, they steal the baby to eat it. They're gonna kill it. and They're gonna eat the shit out of it. Right. Whereas in the second, in the in the remake, they kidnap the baby and they're gonna they they're gonna kill it, but they never make mention that they're gonna eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, it's not as gruesome. Not as yeah, it's not as bad as the original. Yeah, it's almost you kind of you kind of get uh, I'm. I guess I guess where my mind went with it anyway in the in the remake was oh they took this baby because they want to raise it as another freak yeah <laughs> you know? yeah pretty like, much yeah pretty not much. eat it <laughs> pretty so. much um, and the fact that the, the whole the whole idea of the remake is different though in the sense that the family that's living in the hills they're a product of radiation right. kind of how we joked about in this one how it's like a product of mutation because yeah. of yeah. know, dumping that's pretty much what they did only in this sense it kind of works though. Because yeah, they definitely it literally did it in a takes place. Way. It literally takes place in an area where they did nuclear testing. Was it Nevada? Yeah, yeah. So like, I get it, and um, and the way that they look 
it's it feels legit like it feels like it could actually happen um whereas in the first one it was just like a it was just hillbilly people that lived in the woods they was, just didn't know any better you know they lived in caves and that was it was Derek Mears in the uh no who's the guy who looks like Derek Mears uh well Michael Barrymore was in the original Michael Barrymore was in the original uh I'm not sure who played who in the in the remake to be honest uh, but um oh Michael Bailey Smith oh okay that's it they don't I mean they don't super same look stature, alike they're same just, stature though like they're huge hulking bald men yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so like I, I kind of get I, I, that's why I, he played um, Pluto okay I thought I thought just because I haven't seen the remake in a while yeah like going back in my memory Derek Mears was in that spot but now that I'm looking at a picture of Michael Bailey Smith I, I completely have that in my mind so Mm-hmm. Um, and Laura Ortiz. Laura Ortiz, yeah. She is. I, I, so I just rewatched this movie in the last couple of days just mm-hmm. to, to be refreshed on this. She was just a little kid in this movie. She doesn't have a speaking role at all. Mm-mm. She Mm-mm. doesn't speak at all no, the entire mute. movie, which is which is weird considering Ruby in the original movie has a lot of speaking roles. Like mm-hmm. she, in the very beginning, she's the first mutant essentially that you meet. Yeah. Uh, at, I say mutant. If you live in the caves, I'm not calling you a mutant. But you're kind of a mutant. <laughs> I'm guessing there's no qua- cave dwellers listening to this show, so it doesn't matter. You don't know who our audience is. Yeah, Sorry, true. Batman. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. Uh, Ruby had a lot of speaking roles in the original. She was a, kind of the antagonist for that whole group. Whereas uh-huh. in the in the remake, she was silent the entire time. And she was more of a protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Because she was actually she at one point took the baby and was sort of like. Well, she does in the original too. The though. Baby, that right? character is very similar between oh, the okay. original. And the I haven't seen the original in so um, long. The original is sweet though because she kills one of the guys with a rattlesnake. She grabs it by the head and then runs up to like her brother essentially and stabs him in the back of the neck with a rattlesnake and Damn. kills him. It's pretty pretty brutal. <laughs> and from my understanding, the crazy part about it that was a real rattlesnake in the original. Really? And it wasn't. And it and and she goes, well, this was this was drained, right? And the the rattlesnake handler goes, oh no, it's caught and good to go, but it's <laughs> but it's been frozen, which puts it in like a catatonic state, so that you can handle it. It's not going to do anything. It's essentially in like hibernation. Yeah. The problem is though, when they were filming the original, they were out in the sun for so long that it, it woke up. And so she grabbed it by the back of the head, and this snake was writhing and moving. <laughs> like this is all in the special features of the uh, the original really? DVD. And um, it was a ready to go snake, and she was terrified to grab it, but she just <laughs> did it, and she ran with it. And so, uh, yeah. So in the original, what is she's? I'm I'm assuming she's jamming it into the back like a prosthetic neck, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They like didn't a, show like it. A, like a they fake. didn't show it like right in like jabbing it, but like it gets close. I right. mean, you know. <laughs> Damn. That's cool. I mean, they also, they also, it was such a low budget for that original movie too that they, they lit an actual like endangered tree species on fire and destroyed it simply because they had to. <laughs> they just did wow. it late at night. Like, it was like uh, a juniper, juniper tree or something like that. I don't think junipers are endangered. No, no, it was something like that though. It was something that grows in the desert that was endangered though, and they literally lit lit the shit out of it <laughs> and wiped it out. Yeah, it's not like extinct now. Is no, it? no, oh, okay. That, they, <laughs> they wiped just out lit that one... particular okay, tree. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but the remake, though, it was great. I I thought that was a. What, what the, the fuck is that? What, what is that? No, Michael Bay! Bay! <laughs> no! <laughs> Michael Bay, you son of a bitch! God damn it! Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> everything didn't destroy. All right, ridiculous. <laughs> Give me one. What's a good one? What's a good one that you uh, 
that you like? Um, well, actually, uh, let's jump into one that uh, that we watched together recently. Oh, God. Well, we watched two together recently. Oh, yeah, which one are you talking about? Do you want to do the one that sucked? Let's do the good one first. Let's do the good one first. <laughs> I, okay. can't, I can't get there yet. All right. Well, uh, The Crazies. The Crazies. The 2010 remake. Of the George Romero classic. Um, yeah, which I haven't seen the original in... Uh, years and years and years. It's been a while since I've seen it too. I remember when I first watched it though, I thought it was boring. Really? Yeah, like I, I it wasn't that impressive to me. I like most George Romero flicks. Yeah. This one though, just it didn't do anything for me. Uh, the remake, on the other hand, I actually thought this remake was better than the original. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun watching it. Absolutely. And here's the deal: like we, uh, myself and Mike and uh, and my beautiful wife Erin, we. <laughs> We we kind of th- like that's our watching team. We uh Wait, we have a team. Yeah, it's a, that's our team. Well, it's usually just the three of us hanging out. Team so. team, team Baird plus one. Team Baird plus one. <laughs> we uh we watch a lot of movies together. And uh, have you noticed that we've become movie talkers? Yeah, I know. We I never. Know. <laughs> I actually used to. I actually used to yell at people for doing this, like ye- talking during the movies. But for some reason, when the three of us do it, uh, it's not it's not as I annoying. I will still yell at people for talking in new movies, though. Yeah. Like, if they're old movies that we're revisiting But or we whatever. had never seen the Crazies remake, and it's we true. were all talking during it. Well, we talked during downtimes, though. So, anyway, I, I think all three of us had a pretty good time watching this movie. Um, it was uh, Timothy Oliphant, okay. which I, I actually kind of had forgotten that he was in this movie, and I, that was a pleasant surprise because I like Timothy Oliphant. Rada Mitchell. Rada Rada Mitchell is. I'm also a fan of. She's a babe. Yeah, she is a she is a best movie ever. Side 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 thing here. Yeah. Best movie that she is in, regardless though. Silent Hill. No. I love Silent Hill. No, no, the killer (laughs) killer croc movie, fucking Rogue. Oh, Rogue. Yeah. She's talking completely in Australian. Oh, Oh, she okay. She just got her accent on. Just melts my dick. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Just melts it. It's bleeding green. <laughs> and if you want to hear all the uh, Mike's dick jokes from this episode, he'll post them at the Buzzkill Podcast. <laughs> the uh, We're gonna isolate every single one. <laughs> put it, put it uh, on. What was that? The Buzzkill Podcast. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, Joe Anderson, who was also in uh, what was the movie that we talked about earlier? That Joe. Oh, Abattoir. He's in the upcoming Abattoir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Panabacker, who was also in the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Daniel Panabacker is in a lot of remakes. I have come to come to realize. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, oh. at least two other ones. <laughs> but yes, um, I keep seeing her. Well, this was written by Scott Kozar, who uh, he was it's, who I was talking about earlier. He, this guy, for some reason, it's like he only writes freaking remakes. What else did he do? Uh, he wrote the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, okay. which was a. Which we'll get to it. Yeah, fantastic. I, I liked it. Uh, he did the, the Amityville remake. Oh, okay. Which I also like. Which I just watched today. <laughs> you see that? You see, there's a trend here. Yes. Which maybe this guy's actually just pretty good at writing remakes. And he also, even though I haven't watched any of it, but I've heard excellent things. He is uh, one of the head writers for Bates Motel. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, basically, if you don't know what this movie's about, it's. Uh, um, a town that is uh, afflicted by uh, a disease of sorts and okay. people turn crazy and start killing each other. And then the military gets involved and uh, and then there's kind of a, a group of people who 
are sort of trying to make their way out, fight their way out. Not only are they fighting crazies, but they're also fighting the military, and, and it's uh, it's uh, pretty. Yeah. It gets pretty tense. There's yeah, tense no, moments, absolutely, absolutely. and it, it, it was cool. I actually I I enjoyed this sort this remake. Sort to be I, honest, I, like I didn't I didn't have I didn't see a lot wrong with it. I liked it. It was a bit more human. Honestly, parts of the script, you know, like uh, you have the, the main sheriff who legitimately feels bad about killing people who are infected. Right. Uh, it, was, it was it was a little more human. It, it worked. It was good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Uh-huh. And you compared know, to the original, like I said, I thought the original was boring. This one, not one, at all. One issue that I had that I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking of now is, it, you, you remember when uh, Timothy Oliphant, his, uh, his character's name is David. He's the sheriff. When he goes into the morgue... And there's all the there's the dead bodies like the bodies that have yeah. died within the past few days, yeah. and then he pulls back the sheet and it's the uh, the the um, the funeral curator. Yeah. And his eyes are sewn shut and his mouth is sewn shut, but he's not dead. That doesn't make any sense to me. Because this yeah, this I, disease I this disease is turning people into crazy people who just kill each other. It's not yeah. turning them into sadists or just talkative people. <laughs> well, no, he wasn't a crazy. No, but I'm saying they wouldn't shut his mouth. Even if he was infected, they wouldn't sew his mouth shut. Like the crazy disease doesn't make them talkative. I'm, <laughs> like, you know, I'm saying, shut up. We're gonna sew your mouth shut. No, no. His the the point was that his mouth was sewn shut by the the mortician. Oh, you the know guy what? who shows up later in that scene and yep, tries to right. kill Timothy Oliphant. So the idea- for everybody listening, you just went through my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. The, the, the squirrel in Mike's brain yep. literally just found its nut. The hamster started to run its wheel, and um, I got it. <laughs> no, so like, so the idea was that his mouth and his eyes were sewn shut by the guy who was uh, afflicted by the crate by gotcha. the crazies. Okay, but the the disease doesn't cause people to become sadists and want to sew each other's mouth and no, eyes shut. No. It makes them just want to kill everybody. <clears throat> Yeah. So to me that doesn't make any sense that he would have just I mean that takes time and precision precision and skill yeah. to sew somebody's mouth. I don't think a crazy person would it, have that. Exactly. Yeah, so it. that was one big issue that I had with it. But um yeah. I don't know. For the for the for the most part I think it was a pretty entertaining movie. If you've ever been interested in watching it and you wanted like an opinion on it, we we both say go watch it. It's fun. It's a good popcorn horror movie. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's for absolutely sure. enjoyable. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jay? Do you have any... Uh... You know, when we, we discussed this topic, there was one that popped out in mind. And I know we briefly, you know, uh, talked about it a little bit before, but 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, for me, because, um, you know, even though, as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I started watching horror movies, Nightmare on Elm Street and all that since I was like three years old, right? Yeah. Is when I got into it. But I didn't have a huge horror history background. Yeah. So when 13 Ghosts came out, I actually didn't know that that was a remake. I don't think I did either. I'm not sure many people did, yeah. honestly, when that came out. And uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was cool and creative, and I was like, cool, new horror movie that, that that's cool and original. It's a perfect example, too, though, of a studio putting out a movie that was not only a good movie, but it was a good take on something that came before it. Well, and it was, it was, and it was far enough removed from the source material to justify a remake. Yeah, absolutely. That's like a lot of the a lot of the movies that we could talk about in this episode are like 
like one that we're going to talk about soon probably is it, like they're not, not waiting not they're not waiting long enough like why the hell are you making a remake of this movie already yeah, right i've never actually seen the original of that one so. uh i don't think I've, I've seen parts of it but i don't i don't think i've ever seen the entire movie yeah and well and that kind of is that proves how good of a movie the remake was though the fact that we saw this you, you didn't you didn't care if there was anything before you didn't know it it was a good movie it stood right. on its own and it was good and right. even at the top of the episode where we mentioned, like, you know, we got our thoughts on what we thought of remakes. And I thought that it's, oh, I come up with an original idea. And I, there's so many remakes that I love that I think are great movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things Same that idea. I realized yeah. when I was watching a lot of these remakes this week, I watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I watched nine remakes <laughs> just for in, in preparation for this episode. And honestly, Which you know we're not going to talk about. No, those, no, right? no, no. But, like... The, the thing is, though, is that what I realized is only a couple of them I legitimately didn't like. Mm-hmm. The rest of them I liked. Yeah. You know, and it makes and it makes you realize the people that are so against remakes, um, and I was one of them for the longest time, you just don't like the idea of somebody touching on your hollow ground horror movies. Right. It doesn't, that doesn't mean that remakes are bad. You just need to separate the original, like, the... If you can't do it, you're never gonna like a remake. Yeah. But if you can separate the original from from whatever the new vision is, there's a good movie in there. You know. Which, I mean, we also we think like uh, the three of us, I think, are all pretty similar in our tastes of movies and stuff like that. We think pretty differently from. I, there's a lot of people who think about think like us about movies, and then there's a lot of people who think uh, much different than us. We're not really like. We don't think very critically. Of movies, like to me, to me, and I think to both of you, if like if you sit down and you watch a movie and you feel entertained by it, yeah, then it was a pretty good movie. That's the whole. It, it's, that's what movies are, though. They're there's some people. There's some people who. There's some people who need to deconstruct a movie so much that while they're while they're watching it, they're deconstructing every element, and which I know that you do to a certain extent, but you can still. You can still experience the yeah. overall movie, yeah. almost like, like having points. Like, did they okay? Did they do this in the movie? Did they do this? Was right. the was the plot accurate? Like, ha- making sure they're right. hitting everything and on the nail. And there's people that think so critically that when they see one of these remakes that otherwise might be a pretty decent movie, they just uh, they they hit they try to think about those points, and if they it doesn't hit those points, they don't like it. And then that coupled with the fact that it's not true to the source material, then they just. You know, they write it off. Yeah. Right. Which I don't do that. I go no. into everything with fresh eyes, even if it's a remake. I'm like, let's see this movie. And then yeah. if it entertains me, even if even if it almost seems blasphemous that you're making a remake, Suspiria, <laughs> then then uh, you know, like if it entertains me, then I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, a case in point of that one of the big thing. Uh, a lot of people didn't like the Friday Thirteenth remake. Um. And I think we were sort of in that camp the first time that we may have seen it. The Crystal Lake camp? Yes, the Crystal Lake camp. <laughs> camp um, blood. Here's the thing, though. That movie, I rewatched it a couple of days ago, and that movie is no more or less just another Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. And actually, in some cases, better. It didn't have the this, this stupid, even though I love Jason Goes to Hell. I know, my, minority. <laughs> um, even though I love Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X, like... It doesn't have those weird supernatural elements to it. It's it's a legit Jason movie. It's a guy that, that lives in the wood, lives in the woods, whatever. 
Uh, he kills people because they have sex, and it's it's. But the but the fact that it's another Jason movie. But There's the fact that Jason, like about it. the fact that Jason, the Jason movies transitioned into more of a supernatural, like him being more of a supernatural entity, is what was appealing to a lot of people. Like I will agree with a lot of people who say okay, so. There's, there's, there's the the trope, uh, of somebody running through the woods. Yeah. And every time they look behind him, for some reason, even though he's just walking, he's, he's still right behind yeah, him. Yeah. Well, they explained it in the remake, didn't they? Um, with his with his tunnels. I would. Well, yeah. See, uh, that's one of the things I didn't like about like, that's the remake. What, uh, actually, like, don't like that's um, it's it's like I don't I don't mind humanizing a a a, a, a villain like that. I thought they explained it in behind in the ways. mask more than they explained it. In I was actually going to bring that up. Like, I don't mind humanizing uh, a villain like that in in certain ways, but you don't have to explain everything. Yeah. There's certain parts. There's cer- like there's certain enigmatic aspects to uh, to jason that if you explain them too much they lose their mystique and then it's just gone well and that's like part the of fact the... that like he's catching up to you because he's using a series of underground tunnels that he himself but even those like, underground that tunnels work. don't explain a lot of his running though because as much as i like the friday the 13th movie and i really do yeah um there's parts of it that i didn't like though and one of the things is the whole underground layer thing it's like so jason was a kid who was left on his own since he was like what eight nine years old whatever yeah. and well, how in the fuck would he learn how to build tunnels and to reinforce these tunnels and have all the stuff <laughs> right because you can't just because make... you no. can't just dig a tunnel and the have initial, it stay the up. initial house that they walk into should have been his house that's right it's like no. it's an old cabin yeah, if you had a kid he might have added to but like if you had a it. kid and i think it was pretty well set up in the in the original series that he was uh he had some mental issues yeah uh he would he would seek the most readily available shelter that he had. Exactly. And and they showed you that in Friday the 13th Part 2, uh-huh. where he was living in one of the aban- in abandoned cabins. Which is what he's doing in the remake. With his mother's head sitting on a table. Exactly. Oh, is he actually in yeah. one of the cabins yeah. in the remake? Yeah. I can't and remember it. I haven't seen it in a few years. The remake actually fits in. It's funny, because... One of the so big, the so the tunnels are more just for transportation then I guess I don't I and he keeps a hostage down keeps, there which yeah, he's never that, that done doesn't before. make any sense Makes him no keeping sense. a hostage no. um the thing is this though too like the, the Friday the 13th remake fits in with the original mythos I think's actually pretty well I don't consider it a I don't consider it a reboot I consider this a sequel that um that 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 furthers the mythology because if you think about it you know the Friday the 13th remake basically says that what happened at the end of the original movie was real, not a dream. Yeah. He was there. He right. actually did take her down. That's a real thing that happened. Yeah. Because in the end of the remake, it shows him in the woods as that kid, as that same person that jumped out of the lake in the original. Yeah. It shows him in the woods still. Yeah. So there's nothing to say that he didn't go down the, in the water and bring her down. Yeah. And then it jumps ahead 20 years. Sure. And he's an adult now. So the the remake actually kind of bridges the gap that made no sense between the first two movies. It really does. So I think it fits in perfectly with the regular series. I don't consider it a reboot. I mean, it is. It's a remake. I get it. But like, I gotta, I, I'll it take, I'll take your word for it right now. I haven't seen it since. I think it fits right I, in. I think the last time I saw it was in 2009 when it came out. Yeah, so we saw I, it in the theaters, to, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to rewatch it. But um, Now, not, not to monopolizes here but i'm gonna go on with another one is the my bloody valentine remake 
Hold on, just before we move on from yes. uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Two thousand nine. Yes. Perfect nipple placement. Oh. <laughs> Stupendous tits. Stupendous tits. Isn't that actually the line tits. that he says? Oh, baby, you have perfect he's, nipple placement. He's, he calls her. Doesn't he call her dude? No, I think it's baby. I think it's baby. I don't know. I just watched it the other night. Dude. You fucking juicy tits. Oh, juicy tits. He does say juicy tits. Such a douchebag. God. Travis Van Winkle. I just had to bring that up real quick. Anyway, move on to whatever you were going to (laughs) say. I got to put that clip in the uh, Tumblr now. (laughs) I have to. Oh, boy. Um, So I'm going to bring this one up for a reason, though. The uh, the My Bloody Valentine 3D remake. Yeah. I've um, never seen it. Was starring Jensen Ackles, who now the Friday Is he from now Friday Supernatural. Thir- yes, okay. now Friday the Thirteenth starred Jared Padalecki, who stars at, who is Who's Sam also in, in okay. Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. That same exact year, that same exact summer, the My Bloody Valentine remake came out, starring Jensen Ackles, who mm-hmm. is the who plays Dean in Supernatural. Uh-huh. Both of these characters had horror movies that come out that same exact year. Yeah. Um, now, have you, either of you seen the original My Bloody Valentine? No. It's awesome. It's good. It's it's extremely looked over, though. Like, it's... it's The, the killer, essentially, is an old coal miner who has the whole breathing face mask on. He's completely covered head to toe. Big pickaxe. That's yeah. how he kills people. His calling sign is that he leaves a heart inside, like, the chocolate heart boxes. But he leaves, like, a real human heart inside of him. So that, the, the that remake, wouldn't fit for the well, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> you have to make it very flat. In fairness, the remake does show it popped up a little bit when they oh, do it. Okay. Um, so the remake though is it's essentially the same story. It it sort of takes place in the future, sort of not. Like it's kind of a weird thing because all the same characters. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's good. I, I I liked it actually. Todd Farmer wrote it. Oh. Uh, uh, Todd Farmer did. Um, Christ. To the internets, to the internets, because I don't want to have <laughs> anything. I actually, I actually just listened to the episode of uh, Movie Crypt with him. Oh, he did Jason not X. Too long he did ago. Jason X for sure. I yeah. know that. Uh, Drive Angry. He did. Uh, I can't think of anything else. But um, regardless <clears throat> of which, though, he he has a, the best cameo ever. <laughs> oh, the he the messengers. I remember. There's oh, like he a, did the messengers. Well, there's like a there's a there's a really kind of storied. Uh, history of the the writing of the messengers i'll have to go back and re-listen to that episode but there's there's some really messed up stuff about the writing of the messengers anyway oh, go okay. ahead well anyway though, he has the greatest cameo uh he has sex with a super hot chick with might i say stupendous tits <laughs> <laughs> might you might i anyway though uh so he has he has the greatest cameo and the fact that he's having sex with this girl and then he goes out to his truck and he's like, i don't want you anymore and then the 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 bloody Valentine killer just chops him in the head with a freaking pickaxe. Pickaxe. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's a great cameo. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm like, is that fucking Todd Farmer? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the shit? Like he. Wow. I don't know. Apparently, it wasn't even his idea. The director thought that only he could per. Uh, only he could do the 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 comedic sensibility of that role because mm-hmm. they had somebody else cast for it and it wasn't good. I guess so. Yeah. They brought him on last minute. Anyway. Um, my Bloody Valentine 3D though, it's it's if I had to compare that to Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th was better out yeah. of the two movies. It wasn't bad though, like it had some really cool kills. Like there is a um, there's a small person in the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> that gets chopped in the face with a pickaxe, 
but from the bottom up and it takes her all the way to the ceiling and then sticks her <laughs> into <do>. the ceiling. <laughs> like it's, it's not funny because she's a small person. It's effective because she's a small person because <laughs> she gets stuck to the ceiling. And well, because like, that, that wouldn't happen with anybody exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. Like her legs minutes, kicking, which is hanging Yes, on yes, yes. And then a couple minutes later, That's he the goes, kind of realism that always gets to me in horror <laughs> movies. Like when some, like, I don't know, like, uh, like in the, in the zombie Halloween remake. Like when uh, when young Michael Myers beats the boyfriend over the head with the baseball bat, yeah, yeah, and then he's laying on the kitchen floor and his like brain synapses are firing, so his legs are kicking. Yep, that shit gets to me, man. Like that's <laughs> it's that well, like that kind of realistic. Stuff. I'm guessing in My Bloody Valentine, it it wasn't quite as realistic. Not so much, but, but there's something about that that like it's like. What we assume is realistic, anyway. We don't see too many of those uh, instances happen in real life. Well, I Personally. mean, yeah, like, every once <laughs> I don't know what you do for a living. I do. I yeah, every, every, <laughs> well, every once in a while, you see, like, I can remember, this is completely off topic, but I can remember a couple years ago, there was um, uh, um, uh, baseball. I was watching a baseball game. Don't even remember what teams I was watching. It was the Detroit Tigers against somebody. But uh, one of the pitchers got nailed in the head. Yeah. And he immediately, as soon as he got nailed in the head, his arms went straight out. And then when he hit the ground, they were like still straight out in the air and they were shaking. I was like, that's horrifying. Yeah. That was a nice and there's, straight hit. And there's, <laughs> and there's some people, there's some directors and uh, who, who kind of inject that realism into their, into their movies. Rob Zombie being one of them where, you know, like his kills, it's, you see like that kind of brutal... Uh, I keep seeing saying realism, but I'm yeah. gonna say it again. Yeah. That brutal realism of somebody dying, like, I, I, in a way that almost like, in a way I'm I almost don't like that. I kind of like the over the top death yeah. makes you feel not so bad about what yeah you're it's, watching. it's like you're what you're watching is just so over the top it could never be real it's like the 4k tvs it's just too good <laughs> <laughs> and, but then once you see that so like almost like a person who would like the way they're dying in the movie is exactly how somebody would die in real life you're just like Ugh. it's almost <laughs> like uh last week you mentioned something i don't think it was on the show i think it was in between or after two uh, weeks ago jay yeah two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago and uh <laughs> About about something that was online, uh, oh, certain the, video in, in, a, in the, a, the three guys one hammer. It, and I you didn't watch it, it I did you? It and I and I uh, scrolled. Did you it, watch it? And I got so sick to my stomach. I didn't watch it. I took yeah, your word for it. I told it. you it, not to watch it. Dude. It was it was so bad. It's horrible. Um, not, curiosity not, got the best of them. <laughs> not too many. I, I had a ten minutes downtime, and and not too many things grossed me out. Um, but I I. It's Sk- horror. Skipped. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I skipped, no, I skipped the parts no. of it. I got to part and I and I was ready to like throw I, up. I just, I told I told you I you told did. you not to watch it. But of course that makes me happy. Yeah, to you had watch to watch it. it, right? It's it's because it, I was like, how bad how bad can it be? Because things don't it's one of the most, me like It's that. one of the most awful things I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never not, seen anything if like that. not the most awful. Not to do a correction this late in the uh, show, but yeah. I actually kind of forgot about this. Yeah. Uh, me and you had that conversation about snuff, snuff films. films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I'm still right. Why? Because that video uh-huh. is not was not a snuff film. It was just them killing people on the video camera. They said they were hired by a rich person. Well, everything that I read because I looked into it, uh-huh. they did not like. They was they were serial killers and they did this stuff for fun. And there was a lot of other ones that they did. This was not one that was ever documented that they 
paid for or anything like that. They said from, that there. They, that they said was. that there was a rich guy who paid them to do it so that That's he could not show what up I to his. Or, if no. you can prove it to me, then do it. I'll but, find it for you. Let's anyway, move on to, to, God, to my, Let's move on to fantasy. This back, sucks. Yeah, back to my bloody Valentine. One of the reasons I love this movie is Tom fucking Atkins is in it. Oh, okay. Right. Eighties. Yeah. Eighties extraordinaire Tom Atkins. Absolutely. He lended a an, an amazing force in this movie because you see him and suddenly. I'm into it. You know what I'm saying? Like this, <laughs> yeah. this reminds me exactly of the old '80s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's in a uh, Curse Smith. You know who Curse Smith is? That name sounds really Kerr familiar. Smith. Come on. He was in Dawson, I think. Was he in the Dawson? Dawson's. Yes, he was in the Dawson. Yes. Dawson's Creek. He was Jack in the Dawson. My Are friend. you talking when you say the Dawson? You mean the Dawson? Dawson's yes, Creek? Yes, yes, Dawson's Creek. The Dawson. Curse Smith. Curse <laughs> Smith. Yeah, he was. I think he was. Use the gay boy, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't mean to. That's not meant to sound bad or anything. But I think he was. He was the gay character in Dawson's Creek, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I'm looking at him, and yes, yeah. I do know who you're talking about. So he actually played a fantastic role in the remake. Uh, he's so good at hating him and loving him all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like he's a really dickish dude, with. Like he does dickish things, but he's a good dude. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like he's he's very big back and forth kind of kind of character, and he played the character really really well. Uh-huh. Uh, Jensen Ackles was good. I think that um, honestly, Jared pa- uh, Padalecki proved that he's the stronger of the actors between the two movies, though. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the reason that I mentioned the two of these back to back, though, is that around the time that these two movies came out in 2009 mm-hmm. there was an episode of supernatural uh where there was a character called the trickster yeah different than like the flash trickster but yeah uh he was like a gin if i'm not mistaken oh like a genie yeah yeah and he threw each of them into a a weird um tv series world where they both existed in random tv shows like uh jared padalecki like woke up randomly and all the people around him were going i have genital herpes <laughs> i treat my genital herpes and then it shows up on him and he goes uh, uh are you kidding me right now and then jensen ackles runs up behind him and goes dude we said you have to play your part I have genital herpes. <laughs> like, they have to exist in these weird television uh-huh. like like worlds or whatever. And there's this weird fan theory to where the trickster threw them into their own individual movies where both of them have to learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of those movies, both of them, they get thrown back into the episode, mm-hmm. into something else. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a cool theory considering the season ended with with that character. So to see the two characters from Supernatural now in these independent horror movies, but they both survive at the end. Oh, that was your point of saying that they they both went in because both those movies were released around the same time. Two thousand nine. They both came out the oh, same okay. summer. Yeah. So the trickster threw them into those movies, and, and then and then the next season they're back. Yeah, gotcha. like it's, it's it's a fan theory. It yeah. probably isn't true, but it's <laughs> but it's fun to think about. You know, like it's 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 interesting because um, they both had the same haircuts <clears throat> as they do in the show, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Around that time, at least. Um, um, I'm I'm looking at my I'm I'm looking at my list of remakes that I could talk about right now, and I'm like, what the hell? Because I literally have like. 35 we movies. Need to talk, right? We need to talk about at least more of them. Alright. So we've talked Let's, about, we've uh, talked I've about movies. I've been avoiding it because it was sucked. We've been talking <laughs> about movies that were great. Let's talk about some that were shitty. Alright, so we watched this, it doesn't even make sense. I always, I, I almost feel like I'm going to say the remake of 
Cabin Fever, and people are going to not even know that there was a remake to Cabin Fever. Because most people don't. I didn't know there was a yep. remake to Cabin Fever. It came Fever. out a year ago, people. A year ago. Earlier this year. Well, it was 2016. It was so early this year, though. Okay. So, because uh, Mike Mike was coming over a couple nights ago, and I said, are you coming over to watch a movie? He's like, yeah, I'm bringing a surprise. Okay. <laughs> 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 I didn't know what to think about that. He comes over. He's got Cabin Fever. The remake. <laughs> 2016. I was like, Whoa, what? This is a Why thing? Why the fuck? Because Why is Eli Roth's name on this? <laughs> because Cabin Fe- the original Cabin Fever only came out in 2002. That was 14 years ago. The The last Cabin Fever movie, Cabin Fever 3, came out in 2014. Yep. Which means this remake is only two years removed from the original series. It doesn't make any sense. Why I, would you do this? I agree a hundred percent. And then after seeing them, I was like, I, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe they really thought that they could improve upon because, because Eli Roth, this was the, this was the movie that he wrote right out of college. Yeah. Like this was the first movie that he wrote right out of college, first movie that he had made. So I thought, well, maybe, maybe, he maybe well, it, maybe right? he didn't get the backing that he really needed to to make the movie that he wanted back then. Which, by the way, the original Cabin Fever, it's pretty good. Hell of a lot of fun it's watching that movie. Good. I really liked I it. There was, it was I, I mean, it's not a perfect movie, but no, it, but it was fun. I had fun watching it. This movie, on the other hand, it's not good. It's not oh, good, it's not and good I at don't all. understand. And Eli Roth's name is still on it. Eli Roth he wrote the ex- screenplay. Uh no, he, I, he wrote the original screenplay. He has he has a screenwriting credit for the remake. Well, that's because most of the lines from the remake. Are, uh, true. are are this lifted was, are lifted right pretty from the original. Lifted, a pretty lifted remake. Yeah, right. as as far as I can tell, Randy Perlstein, who was the uh, so Eli Roth and Randy Perlstein both wrote the original. Okay. As far as I can tell, any any changes to the script, which there weren't many, by the way, any changes to this script were done by Randy Perlstein. Okay. I th- I think I think that's that's kind of how I understood it anyway. Um, directed by Travis Z. Um, I can't. I almost want to just say like this movie sucks. Don't watch it and then yep. and then fucking move on. But uh, we yeah, ha- but we have to talk about it. Yeah. So so here's the thing. Like if you if you've never seen the original Cabin Fever, it's about a group of kids who are going away for a little holiday out in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere, which. They go to a, a cabin in the woods. A nice cabin this time, not like a well, shitty rundown. No, I'm talking cabin, about the original. Nice ca- oh, I'm talking okay. about the original. Okay. They go away to this really shitty rundown cabin in the woods. It it definitely like is a callback to Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, they end up getting infected with this disease, like this horrible flesh eating disease that is just uh, just taking them out one yeah. by one. Yeah. Well, the remake. Is I mean it's 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 almost a shot for shot line for line. A lot of it remake is remake. I agree. Yep. Of the original, except for uh, now instead of a shitty cabin in the middle of the woods that makes you think of Evil Dead, it's just it's, it's like a this, giant mansion it's of this a cabin, big like, beautiful extravagant yep. cabin. The kind that you rent for a thousand dollars a night, like up in like the the like the freaking Rockies right. or something like that. Which yeah. immediately, which immediately that takes away from the the uh the tone of the movie because now instead of uh just like some some kids going out to have fun in this like crappy cabin that they found it's it's these rich kids mm-hmm. which you automatically hate <laughs> um and then 
it's the original the original I'm I'm going to do a lot of comparisons between the original and the remake. The original had five very different character types. Yes. You had uh Ryder Strong. Mm-hmm. Um from it, it, by the way if you're not a boys boy meets world uh fan then you're no friend of mine. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So Ryder Strong, uh Serena Vincent who plays like the hot like, you know, she part, plays the hot, hottie, sex, hot, hot, hot. Sex craze party chick. <laughs> uh, Joey Kern. Joey Kearns? Is that his name? Who is her boyfriend? Who he's, he was in Super Troopers. <laughs> That's really where, where I know him from. Yep. yep. Um, who else was uh, Jordan Lang. Hey, man! We can't pull over anymore! We're already pulled over! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 Jordan Ladd and James DeBello yep. from Detroit Rock City. Those are five, those, those are five very like different... Five very different looking and yeah. acting people. Five different. They, character they brought types. very different character types. To they the were movie, all yeah. believable as the characters that they were playing. In the remake, there's exactly two character types. In there the, was there was the crazy guy with the gun, and then there was everybody else. Exactly. He was the only one. The guy with the gun uh, was the only one that had a different character. And type. even I didn't even like him. Like no. my point is, none of the characters were likable. I didn't care about any nope. of them. They none, uh, they didn't they make were any indistinguishable. sense either. None of the actions that they took in this movie made any fucking sense whatsoever. Like what? Like like uh, there's a there's a dog shooting at the 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 house or there's the, a the dog house. shooting at the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're shooting at a dog who's at the, the yeah. thing or whatever. And they keep like li- like purposely. Well, they were trying it. to scare it. They were trying to scare it away. It still makes no sense. Um. I don't know. I just I watch it. You I mean don't watch it. It's terrible. I don't know what to tell you. Um I just I like even like if you watch the we watched the special features afterward and there was like a featurette. Everything about this movie, I I will say this, the one redeeming factor, redeeming quality of this movie, it was really really nicely shot. Yeah, oh, it looked great. It looked great. It looked really great, yeah. I uh, but aside from that, even though like it's it's crazy because you're Maybe it's because it was so close to the to the original movie that it was so terrible. But I don't it, know. like it seems like if you're if you're taking something and basically well, remaking was, the same movie, how can you make it so bad? Well, but it was, really was that bad. Well, it the was thing was terrible. too is they based the movie on the original script. They didn't really change the original script all that much. Like, and one of the things that Eli Roth had said though is that here's a script that I wrote, you know fresh out of college and 14 years later or however long it's been here they are remaking it with my original script right they didn't even rewrite it right it was a straight remake with and, the original script intact and, and he, it's like why would you do that and he pl- and he praised travis z for like he's like he's like he's taking this and 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 uh doing with the doing things with the characters that i wish i could have done yeah. back then but i didn't have I the budget it. for and yeah, i'm like what did he do with those characters that yeah Moral of the story is, <laughs> yes, a Cabin Fever remake exists. No, you didn't know about it. No, you shouldn't see it. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the moral of the story. Or or watch us and, or watch it and and tell us what you think. Yeah. I mean like it's, you're uh, you're probably going to hate it. <laughs> but if you don't, I want to hear some I want to hear some reasons. If you like it, I want to hear some reasons because yeah. it was not a in our in our eyes anyways, not a good movie. Yeah. 
Um, so we have to start wrapping it up here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a whole list of movies that I want to talk about, which clearly we're not yeah. going to be able to. We're going so to have to. We're so going to have to do a. We're, we're going to play have to a do game. A, uh, no, no, we're going to remake play, part two. We're going to play a game here. <laughs> a remake though, of the remake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go off on a list of movies that were remade, and you're going to give me a yes, a no, or an indifferent if you haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready for this? All right. All right. Let me in. I haven't seen it. Indifferent. Love the original though. Uh, I have seen it. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a shot for shot re- uh, remake. Essentially, like a lot of the same exact dialogue and everything. Chloe, uh, Chloe Grace Morel is good. Moretz. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. My yeah. apologies. Uh, it's good. She plays the the vampire in it, which mm-hmm. we talked about in Ellie. a couple uh, last episode. Ellie. Yes, mm-hmm. the last episode. Uh, she, it's a d- different character name, but uh, it's a good remake, though. It's a great remake, actually. Not as good as the original, but it's great. Your okay. game, your game's not working. <laughs> I know. It was I a yes, no, no I think if you were to say yes, you'd give a reason. Oh, okay, why all right, back. okay, yeah. Okay, um, Amityville Horror. Uh, yes, yes, and I really liked you it. You seen it? Yeah, I liked well, it. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. I, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. It was, a, it, it was actually pretty, pretty scary for me. I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. I like him. It's not he because, plays a great crazy guy in that movie. It was. I just watched it a couple hours before we got here. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was weird because I I had only really ever seen him in comedy before that, and I wasn't expecting much from him, but he delivered. I thought it was good. Uh-huh. Uh, what about you, Jay? Have you seen the Amityville remake? Yes, I have. It was, I I don't remember too much about it. Um, you did you like it, it though? Yeah, but I but I remember liking it. Yeah. but I don't oh. remember like any it's too much about it as far as like what I liked versus. Or what I didn't like versus the original. So, uh, fun. Well, I enjoyed the movie. Fun fact, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Fun Son fact, real quick. Bitch. The 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 house. Hey, that, so I got something here. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, buddy. So um, here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead. The, the the house that inspired the Amityville. Yes. Uh, Amityville Horror just, just sold for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. You know what? That's a cheap. That's a cheap house. Anyway, go for it. Next one. Um, how about the Halloween remake? We didn't even touch on this. And yeah, it's our po- and it's our poster sake. There was an original. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why didn't we talk about this if our poster because, was like... Because, honestly, it's a, it's a well-known remake. We I think we've already to, yeah. talked about it yeah. in previous episodes yeah. anyway. I, 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 I'm gonna, like, maybe this is an unpopular opinion. I actually do like the zombie as, remake. As, as do I. As do I. The sequel, I not so ta- much. The sequel, not so much. I love the original. Like, like the thing that I was saying about humanizing a, 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 a villain a bit. I, honestly, I could have done without the the troubled childhood thing like I, I like the whole idea of um michael myers being sort of an enigma like well yeah. I, I was gonna say I was gonna, I was gonna say you don't know why he went crazy until you get in until you, actually you get into halloween five is that the one where they start introducing the occult thing uh-huh. yeah huh. uh but um six is it six okay uh but uh I I could have done without the whole backstory. I didn't hate the whole backstory, but that being said, like Tyler Maine, I thought did bring really good. Yeah. He brought some emotion to Michael Myers that had never been there before. Like yep. there's actually times in the movie where you can tell he's getting frustrated and angry. Yeah. Without speaking or anything yep. like yep. that. So good I, eye. He has good eye acting, if if you will. Acting and and like when he was like thrusting the two by four up through the ceiling, and you can actually hear him like grunting yep. and stuff like yep. that. It's yep. it. Like I said, it brings it brings kind of some emotion to the character without overly humanizing him. I agree. I so, agree. Uh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. 
Dawn of the Dead loved it. I thought it was awesome. Good. Great. Yeah. Honestly, I love the original. There is a part of me that almost wants to say that the remake's better. I know that's blasphemous to say. Yeah. Anybody listening to this is going to probably give me shit for it. <laughs> You're done. I love that. Zack Snyder, before he was egotistical embodiment, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is the first movie that he did that was before he had a name, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it was fucking fantastic. Another one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Good. Also, also, Mar- Marcus Nispel, the same guy that did the Friday the 13th remake. This guy knows what he's doing. And same writer. Like yeah. I said, Mike Mike Kozar. There you go. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's the, the, those guys writing and directing that, you know, churn out a, a decent remake. Absolutely. I, I I thought the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Have you seen it, Jay? Mm-hmm. It was it was good. Like it was really good. Like it's actually oh, it's almost more digestible than the original was. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the original is very rough. It's really a a raw movie. Yeah, I mean whereas you got you have to really be a hor- a horror fan to to whereas, be into it, which we all the love remake, the original. I mean that's that goes without saying. Sure, sure, because like, we're horror fans. But for somebody, if you're showing somebody who's not a horror a horror fan, typically you show them one and then you that, show them that, the other. They're probably gonna. Is that a verb? Horror fan typically. Typically. Horror horror fan typically. A horror fan. All if one they're word. not all a one horror word. fan, no, all tip- one word. Horror fan. Segway. <laughs> uh, okay, into the same thing. Finish. <laughs> here, here, I'll throw one out real quick. Yep. Maniac. Loved it. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Fucking loved Never it. Never saw it. Great movie. That's your cousin, isn't it? Hey. <laughs> Half brother. Half brother. Half brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. The POV aspect was was cool yep. and yep. yeah. I, I got I got one for you. Uh, what? Lost Boys. <laughs> I haven't what, what? Wait, wait, what? I haven't seen the remake. Did they, you see the remake? They did. They did the. No, I never saw it. But oh, they had. Um, I remember the original. I loved. Yeah. And then I heard. I was. I was saying week. they should. They should. Yeah. Like I was saying, they should always. They, I wanted them to do a remake of that one because they were doing remakes of, of all these other movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I saw Tom Tom Savini that time where he yeah. was like, "Hey, I was in this movie. We're well, filming this." Was, and I was, was like, Sweet. That, was, "That was Lost Boys, the the tribe." Right? Oh, it so was I, Lost Boys: The Tribe. It's weird. No, it, it, it is. It is a sort of remake, okay. but it has the same characters from the original, which is kind of a weird. It's like a half remake, but it's different. Okay, I haven't seen. I, I haven't I, seen it enough or anything about it to know. I enough. own them. I haven't seen it though. Okay, I need to. We, we should do a watch Lost it. Boys. We should do a Lost Boys retrospective at some. Here's point a big one. I'm coming at you with a big one. All right, do the it. Fly. Loved it. Duh. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, come on. You've seen the Cronenberg fly Jeff Goldblum before, right? is Jeff Goldblum is so sexy. <laughs> oh. well, not toward the end of the movie, but uh, uh, no, yeah, the remake of the fly. That's one of the. That's one example. Oh, of, it's a great. Like I said, it's it's far enough removed from the source material. The Vincent Price movie. Vincent Price was that yeah, Vincent yeah, Price yeah. in the original? Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't think it was. Wasn't it? I think Maybe. it was. Corrections. Uh, <laughs> but it's far enough removed from the source material, and it's also Cronenberg took it. Uh, in a different direction, not a. Di- I mean, it still kind of follows the same, the same idea, but he yep. did more with it and really just did his own thing, and yep. it was it was amazing. All right, rapid fire. Here's one for you. Yeah. How did you feel when we saw the last house on the left in the theaters? It felt unnecessary it to me. It was depressing to yeah. me. Uh, unnecessary that it existed. Depressing because of the fucking crowd that we saw it with. Uh, were they la- were they laughing? <coughs> there's a, I mean, there's people, like a, there's, there's like a people good... there with their children. Oh yeah, who are laughing at the the most brutally not, violent rape scenes I've ever seen. Not ch- uh, not like not not like like. 
10, 12 year old no. children. We're talking like four or five year yeah, old children. It was, we saw this and, and there it was, was a, so depressing. There was a good, what, like five minute rape scene in that yeah. movie? And they were laughing and the, at and it. There was and there's parents was, laughing oh. at it with their children. It was, that was horrible. It was a, it was a decent movie. Like, I'm, okay, I'm more okay with that being remade than the next one I'm going to mention. Mention and it. And that then. is the I Spit on Your Grave remake. I haven't seen the remake. Yeah, that movie didn't need to be made. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, it didn't. It, uh, that movie existed simply to be violent. And to me, that's not a reason to make a movie. Yeah. The original I Spit on Your Grave is one of the most notorious exploitation movies of all time. Uh-huh. Yet, uh, in the years since it's been made, though, uh, it actually stands out as, as one of the most prominent... Uh, women's rights movies like a feminist movie very very feminist yeah uh, and and even if it wasn't originally made to be that it still stands as that because of what it does yeah uh, and you're and you're talking about in a time in the 70s when that was a hot hot button topic oh you know? yeah um that movie's important now it really is even if it wasn't made to be originally even if it was made to just be violent and that's all there is to it nowadays it's 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 is regarded as a very important feminist women's rights movie from the 70s. Yeah. Um, but that the remake was shit. Yeah. And it did not need to be made. It's insulting and it's <laughs> awful. I'm, I, so, I'm I, sorry. I haven't terrible. seen it, but I remember I remember you coming to me after you saw it oh, for the first time it. and just saying this movie didn't need it to be made. It doesn't need to exist. Um well, I just we like have Donald Trump. Guys, we have a t- a ton of sorry put that in there we have a ton of i don't even know what you actually just said i didn't hear it but uh i'm i'm gonna move on from whatever it is uh because we are over the two hour mark and uh it's time to go so guys there's tons of movies that we could have talked about uh so many friggin' remakes out there we're, we're probably gonna do another remake episode at some point but we'll, i, we're I just, hope so not we're just gonna we're just gonna leave it where it is uh, and, and let more terrible remakes be yeah. made, and then we'll talk about this, those those at a later deal. date. But uh, of we're going to wrap movies, this thing up. Of all the movies that we could have mentioned, we're still missing probably about 70% of them. Yeah. So there yeah, will be absolutely. another episode. It'll yeah. happen. So uh, that being said, you can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. Yo. <laughs> and you can find us on Tumblr at thebuzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. He got it. And you also, see? He got and, it. I was, and also Ocean Recording Studio at, <laughs> at Ocean Recording on Instagram and Twitter or www.oceanrecordingstudio.com. There you um, go. Cyber Monday sale coming tomorrow. Oh, baby. Look out. What's the, uh, what's the deal? Tell everyone about it. Which one? The Cyber Monday sale? Yeah. Well, I will announce it on here since it'll only be a few hours before midnight before you can grab that deal. Uh, we had an awesome Black Friday deal that a lot of you picked up on, and tomorrow our Cyber Monday sale is a single song tracked, mixed, and mastered for two ninety nine. That's a good deal. That's a hot That's deal. That's a really good deal. And get if it you while take it's it, hot. If you take part of it within the first hour, I will come sing on your track. Ooh. Hey, yeah, you don't you don't want that? <laughs> Deal's canceled, folks. <laughs> well, that'll do I it, boys. All. all right, hey. It was a good time talking about remakes. Cheers, brothers. Cheers. What's that? Take it easy, brothers. What What is that? that?